Right, infidels, you found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! Hey, you D. What's good, my boy? Mr. 305. Yes, sir. Wade County. 16 years later. We done made history. Blue rings on our fingers. Pockets getting fatter. Uh. Nigga, we getting greater. I'm the son of a saint. Still considered a sinner. Three rings on his finger. Yeah, that boy was a winner. Never known as a singer. But this might be a single. Always bet on your homies. Then go bat a casino. Ball is my passion. Check the stats if they ask. Shorty checking my page. She followed my fashion. My life is a film. And Gab's the lead. She's so precious to me. As the air that I breathe. Time to fuel up the jet. Hello everyone and welcome to the PWC HMG Ring of Honor, or should I say Review of Honor, review show I guess. We still haven't even decided what the name of the show is going to be called, but for now we'll just call it Review of Honor because we just can't working remember what the hell it is. Yeah. Working title. It's a working title, but we'll figure it out eventually. But anyway, I'm your host Jimmy T, and my co-host, he's back once again, it is Evil Dose. It is the foreign object. It is Dr. Jeff Lippman. Welcome to the Review of Honor show, I think. Yeah, well, as it says there, RH is partly all elite. Listen, you want to know who's, who's, who's the work, who's working us? Tony Khan's working us. Because there was almost nothing here that was worth paying for, which means that there's nothing here worth paying for. This, this should have been on AEW Dark, or you know what? Just call it Ring of Honor and put it on friggin' YouTube. It, I mean, it's not like the show was bad, but it was two hours and it was mostly, you know, the Brony Masters. Um, I will say this. It was extremely true to Ring of Honor, especially the last four or five years, which were not exactly the good four or five years, but it looked like Ring of Honor. The colors were Ring of Honor. It was just a bigger crowd in a better facility. It sounded like Ring of Honor. Yeah, Ian Kabani and, and Cole, uh, like Chris Coleman. Uh, I'm, I can't really decide if that was good or just lazy. I mean, I sort of think you need to move on to a, a, a new era that, that's not just the black and red, not the dingy Ring of Honor that, you know, slowly and stubbornly and obviously, you know, faded to black and went out of business. But here we are. So we're reviewing the show. Great. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, Jeff. Um, I was excited initially to review this show, but then once we were both watching it, I was just like, hurry up and end. Just end already. Just put us out of our misery. I'm not saying the show was all bad, but it just dragged on and it just dragged on and dragged on. 
And to be honest, other than a few things, was there really any important storylines happening here when you think about it? Depends what you consider it to be important. I mean, if you think anything is important on Ring of Honor, I guess there were some. But, this, but the show went over two hours long. I mean, it was longer than Dynamite. Um, and there's no commercial breaks either. I mean, we had to pause it so that I could go to the bathroom. Space. I mean, very, very few promos, very few vignettes, very wrestling happy, which, you know, that was even more Ring of Honor than Ring of Honor. I mean, Ring of Honor had backstage skits and vignettes and promos. Um, and they brought that some, you know, recent era Ring of Honor folks and, and you know, and, and of course, the Ring of Honor originals. Christopher Daniels freaking wrestled on this card. Didn't you retire? Oh, that's what I thought. Isn't he the talent relations guy at AEW? I, I thought he was an EVP for talent, but everyone's an EVP at talent relations. I'm telling you, none, none of them are contracts. It's just if you want health insurance, they give you a, they give you a title and you sort of do whatever you want. Oh boy, and that's what this shit sort of felt like. I'm going to say one thing though, Jeff. Are these guys like most of these guys? Are they signed to the company, man? I think most of them are per appearance, I, but I don't rightly know. I mean, I, I'm not even sure there are actual Ring of Honor contracts. I mean, the only reason I think that there are is because the Briscoes were signed to a Ring of Honor contract for a year and never appeared anywhere. They basically just did a few pay-per-views and, you know, but all of a sudden they were off NWA TV. All of a sudden they were off Impact. You know, they, they were barely, you know, they were barely doing anything. So I, I think that there are those contracts. I mean, I guess one thing we should take from this is that it looks like Brian Cage must have been either renewed on his AEW contract re-signed or is actually signed to a Ring of Honor contract. You're asking me all these questions that are very reasonable questions, but I don't know. None of us know. But if you're asking me, do I think Blake Christian is signed to a Ring of Honor contract? No, I, th I think they brought him in for pre appearance. Do I think the Renegade sisters are on Ring of Honor AEW contracts? No, but I think they're like in a trajectory to be on most favored, you know, you know, free agents. Uh, if I'm if I'm NXT, if I'm WWE, I'm swooping up. They need women's tag teams. They love the twin magic gimmick. Those women are good, but I guess we'll get to that. Um, they, they're great, actually, Jeff. Actually, they're very good. Yeah, and and I think they're going to be great. And I think they're going to be great for ten years to come, maybe longer. And they're you know again, WWE has women's tag team titles and like two tag teams. Uh, yeah, okay, three if you count Becky and Lita now, which I really don't. <laughs> Um, yeah, uh, you know, NXT is others. I mean, obviously they have to go through NXT first, but they should be sort of fast track because they have plenty of TV experience. Well, that is true. Uh, but I feel like if, if TK hasn't signed these Renegade sisters, sign them now, man. What are you waiting for? Like well, literally, what are you waiting for? Well, you have Madison Rain, who's literally there as a coach to teach Sky Blue how to wrestle. And Madison Rain's never exactly been a great wrestler. But Madison Rain and Sky Blue, which, by the way, they're too lazy to even, like, name the tag team Blue Rain or something like that. Oh, yeah, it's right there. Right. <laughs> I mean, and, and they win. So, you know, that tells me that the Renegade Sisters are not signed. Um, that is so. dumb, dude. That's a bad booking decision big time. Of course it is. I mean, there's not even Ring of Honor women's tag team titles. I mean, there will be, obviously. Oh, guaranteed. <laughs> Because the only thing Tony loves more than his announcements are, are tournaments and new titles. Actually, I'm glad you brought up that announcement bullshit because if rumors are to be to be believed, allegedly or apparently, the strong rumor is that we could get a second hour of Rampage this time. What do you think? <laughs> I 
Well, here's, I mean, listen, there's all sorts of rumors and some of them ridiculously include HBO Max. People, get in your head. HBO Max is not interested. HBO Max doesn't want wrestling. And you, and if you think it's a good idea that the pay-per-views are on HBO Max, no, it's a terrible idea for AEW because HBO Max doesn't charge you pay-per-view. HBO Max wouldn't charge you $15 for the AEW package. You just pay for HBO Max. The, the, the whatever If HBO Max is 10 bucks now, it might go up to eleven fifty. But AEW is going to get like $0.32 cents of that. You know, or, or probably less per, per subscriber, AEW would lose almost all of its pay-per-view revenue, which is one of its main drivers of, of income. So abandon that that illusion. But yeah, what I've heard is that Tony is they've they've filed for a trademark for all elite women and that people are what? speculating it's either an all women show or it's gonna be a reality show like all access. Uh, but we've already everyone. got that. Why do we need another reality show? Well, did you know that All Access right now it's only set for six episodes? What? Six really? episodes, and starting March 29th. I, I found, out. yeah. Now that doesn't I didn't know that. Yeah, six episodes, legit. Right. So, well, did you know that the MLW is going to be two, ten episodes until four weeks in? No. I mean, yeah. This this is creeped out. What's going it, on? Or leaked out that it's it's six episodes. But I've heard. Wow. I have heard. All elite women, a reality show. All elite women, women, an all wrestling show, which possibly could be, you know, eleven to twelve after Rampage. If, but I, I find it hard to believe that Discovery wants that, unless they're not paying another dollar for it. Um, I, you know, everyone thinks that there's going to be the video game date, which they're talking about now. Maybe is May. Who knows? You know, there was uh, Blockbuster or something, or GameStop had it for March thirty first, but then Amazon put it back to. December 31st, 2023, which these are all placeholder dates. Um, it could be the UK show. It could be Forbidden Door 2. Uh, I mean, who knows UK what it could be? A bit. Right. I mean, it, who knows what... And, and it seems like this all-access show, all show is mostly focusing on Adam Cole and his recovery. So maybe they feel he needs like at least, you know, between now and then and those six weeks to recover to even consider going back into the ring. I don't know. I mean, are you even, do you even give a shit at this point? Because I don't. I've never been that. Listen, I care on a human level that, that you know the guy should be able to do what he wants to, but I've never been an Adam Cole fan as a wrestler. He's just too small for me, but that's really not the point. Um, no, I mean, I you know, I, if it wasn't for the fact that the reason he was not in wrestling, I you know, I, I wouldn't care. But because of the reason, I mean, you want to wish somebody well. And he does have a fan base. I mean, you know, I'm not ignorant of that. Um, but uh, I... I, I, you know, I don't know. His his announcements are all over the place. Like one out of every five of them, like you know, is worthy of an announcement. But most of them are the boy crying wolf. Yeah, he's got to stop. I, I'm sick of this shit. Every two weeks, a major announcement. He's just killing it, man. He's killing his own announcements for Christ's sake. I mean, seriously, just stop already, Tony. Please. Yeah, they don't God. need. To, oh, and other people saying it's gonna be more pay per views. Why? Oh, uh, why? why? <laughs> You, you have four pay-per-views and Forbidden Door. That's five. Plus, you've got three Ring of Honor ones, which, I mean, half the Ring of Honor people are AEW, probably more than half of them. I oh, mean, definitely. I mean, at this point, you're just competing with yourself. You think he can sell pay? I mean, he hasn't talked about the pre the pre-orders on this pay-per-view. So, I mean, and, and, right. And the interest is so small. He hasn't talked about how many people subscribe to Honor Club already. I mean, if the numbers were good, they would have been published. But let's get into the show because, I mean, I, I, watching it for two hours and five minutes, 
Really? I mean, I could use a nap. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I'm tired. It is like 4.30 in the morning nearly heavy here. But anyway, let's get into it, Jeff. It is your first matchup of the new, so-called new, I use inverted commas in saying that, but it's Mark Briscoe versus Slim J. And uh, do, do you feel like Slim J got way too much in on Mark Briscoe in this match? I feel uh, like there was yeah. too much going on here, but Mark Briscoe does get the win, thank God. Yeah. I mean, who else was going to win anyway? With a tribute finisher for for the for his brother Jay Briscoe, and it was a tribute. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. pretty much. But um, yeah, the Spicoli driver is what got him, and the Jay Driller. Yeah, and, I uh, yeah. Slim Jay definitely got way too much. This match was way too long. Um, apparently, the Trust Busters still exist, but apparently, they only <laughs> exist in Ring of Honor. And <laughs> even though Mark Sterling was there with Josh Woods, Josh Woods wasn't there with the Trust Busters. I, I, I mean, I don't understand the, the thinking here. But anyway, uh, we learned the Trust Busters exist. Mark Sterling actually acted like a normal, regular wrestling manager in the, during this match. Then he acted like himself later in, in the show, which is more like the butt of stupid jokes and pretending to be a lawyer, but he's a bad lawyer. Um, I don't know. I, you know. As a regular wrestling manager, he was fine. Um, but then he goes back to being like Robert Stone. <laughs> Robert Stone, please. Yeah, no, you're right. I don't, look, I don't mind Mark Sterling to an extent. And I think he does have potential, like if he actually does things properly. Like you said, he came across more like a professional wrestling manager. I don't know if that's because he doesn't feel as pressured in a smaller sort of environment, you know, not on international television not live who knows i don't know but uh, i mean these are all taped anyway and and you know what's crazy jeff didn't they tape like three four shows in a row at two hours a pop yeah they did i mean people were there people were there for like over eight hours holy shit anyway yeah anyway like we said mark briscoe defeats slim J. where do we go with these uh tag team championships at this point jeff i mean what happens here that is a great question. I mean, that 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 they have to address. I, you know, I don't know. I mean, e- either Mark has to choose a partner, or he's got to be stripped of the title, and they have to have a tournament. In which case, he can choose a partner <laughs> there too. But I mean, you you can't only you can't have a tag team championship with only one member of the tag team in it. I mean, that that you know. I mean, I see- pull a Lance von Eric, they're going to be like cousin <laughs> Junior Briscoe from the. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my God! Imagine he brings Jared, uh, Gerald Briscoe out. Actually, his son. He should use his son. Actually, what's his name again? I don't. The know. son. Do you remember? He was in Impact Wrestling, part of the uh, Aces of Zero Point Eight. Oh, you you mean Jack and Jerry? Yeah, that's Gerald Briscoe. Yeah, yeah, yeah his son. No, no, the Wes. That's Wes Briscoe. Oh, that's it. Wes Briscoe. Yeah, I was talking about Gerald Briscoe's son. But yeah, he should bring Wes Briscoe, and then you got uh, Mark Briscoe. Yeah, I know it's, it's stupid, but like, but he stinks. He stinks, and he's and he also is. Uh, he, I mean, I don't know what his status is now, but I know he's on off addiction problems. I heard that too, as a matter of fact. But I think he's trying to get his life back together, and if he is good on him, whatever. But uh, yeah, talk about pressure to live up to the Briscoe name. I mean, the Briscoe brothers initially did uh, call themselves that as a like shitster on the actual briscoe brothers and why not it's funny anyway because they're nothing like the briscoe brothers the yeah. real briscoe brothers that is i mean i'm not a big uh, fan of this guy but he's an mlw but he would fit in as mance warner 
He, I mean, he looks like a Briscoe brother. Well, let's see. How about they like scour like uh, literally, literally everywhere to find someone that's kind of interesting and call him cousin fucking Jack Briscoe or some shit like that. Well, that's I Lance Von I, I would just prefer they say we found the closest. There are no, there are no other Briscoes. They broke the mold when they were when we were born. But we found the clo- the closest thing we can. You know, I, I would rather they they shoot it. You know, rather than we can't get an Eli Briscoe or something like that. Uh, yeah, I'm going with no, but you can go with yes. Let the audience decide. No, look, it probably doesn't work at this point, only because you can't replace Jay. But it would be kind of funny initially. But um, who knows? We'll see what happens. But they need to address that, and that makes me wonder that this show was all rushed in many ways, Jeff. Yeah. And there was a little blood, and I think it was real blood because it wasn't it like was. people dripping all over the place. Blood. It was just that like was hard way it looked like. None of this blading shit. Are okay. you talking about with Mark Briscoe, right? Yeah, I mean he's the only one who bled, which I, you know, right. what, a, what a what a change of pace from AEW television. Jeez, <laughs> oh, that's an understatement. All right. Um... Let's see, do we have time to go for one more before we go to a break, Jeff? Yeah, yeah we do. All right, cool. All right, next we get Tony Deppen, who's oh, in the back to, and he wants to challenge for the Ring of Honor TV title. This guy and his promo sucked. He's a zero. Zero. Is his gimmick new? Is I mean, he wasn't doing this in Ring of Honor. He wasn't where he's reading his promo from a crumpled piece of paper. He was shaking too. Did you notice that? Yeah. What's what up with it? that? I, what I noticed is he was the same size as Lexi Nair, who, by the way, looked awesome. Shout-outs to Big Bill. <laughs> no, absolutely. She did. But see, that also bothered me, actually. I'm glad you brought her up, because why do we need an AEW present in the back? What, I mean, I'm sure they can find anyone else to yeah. do that, right? I mean, well, shit. Shaw Guerrero, they, 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 they've had her. Well, I guess Vince Vicky's leaving. Maybe they're on the outs with the family. I, I don't know. There's... there's Yes, they should have found someone else to do this, but at, at, you know, at the same time, they shouldn't have had Takeshita on the show. They shouldn't have Mark Sterling on the show. They, well, Mark Sterling's his manager; he can be indifferent. But I mean, th- there was a bunch of people that shouldn't be on this show. I mean, it, it there's oh, there's it, it really felt like there was no difference except for the titles they were emphasizing between AW Dark or Dark Elevation. No, it really felt like Dark or Elevation. 100%. Yeah, it which did. is the one that's in front of a studio, Dark, right? Uh, yes. No, no, I think Elevation, actually. Okay, whichever one is in front of a studio audience, that's that's what it looked like. I mean, I haven't watched Dark or Dark Elevation in years. I probably watched each one once, and one of them I turned on when I was having insomnia just to put me to sleep, and it worked. <laughs> and this one was... How, how, long, how long did it take you to fall asleep while watching Dark? Uh, the second match was Bobby Fish coming out, and I oh. fell asleep as soon as he was like, you know... <laughs> doing his thing um fuck yeah that's a good one we should test that (laughs) we should test it out all of us here at the pwc network and our hamid media group and see (laughs) what match puts us all to sleep on dark listen if you want to do a fall asleep contest to this show (laughs) i'm down i i would i would have fallen completely asleep oh me too i'm not gonna lie i had to like I, i started doing other things so i stayed awake like literally because and it just felt like five hours i don't know why it felt so long but it just did and uh and i was excited going into it but it is what it is so, but so look, mark is, is challenging samoa joe uh yeah he basically said he pulled out a piece of paper basically like you said before to read a prepared statement 
The former TV champion is confident in dethroning Joe next week. Apparently, he was a former TV champion, Jeff. I, he was. Yeah. I, I was there. Oh, really? When he won it? <laughs> yeah, and, I, and I've seen him uh, defend it. He was, he was in this group called... Um, Oh my God! It, it was with it was with uh, Dirty Chris Dickinson. No, oh, yeah. I don't mind Chris Dickinson. Right, uh, he's always hurt. Uh, Brody King, Deppen, and there was a fourth guy. I can't even remember. It wasn't violent by design, but it was, it was something like that. It was like violence unlimited. So, so, something, <laughs> something like Sounds that. Stupid. I can't yeah, even remember who the fourth guy was anymore. It doesn't matter. They, they, I think they won tag team titles or the, the six man titles for like three weeks and. He had the TV title for you know a short amount of time. All I know is that the Nirvana fans were telling me he's going to be a star. Him and Brian Johnson, Brian Mecca Johnson. As far as I know, he's not even part of these tapings, but uh, <laughs> which is probably for the best because the guy has zero star power, just like Tony Deppen, zero star power. Tony Deppen's father once yelled at me on on the Facebook page. Why? I think I've heard this story before. Actually, I think you've told me this, but why did he actually say well, shit to you? What'd you do? Well, I was arguing with Tony Deppen, but they have the same name. One goes by Tony, one goes by <laughs> Anthony. And like all of a sudden, Anthony jumped in, and I didn't realize I was talking to the father. I just figured that the, the guy do change his name. And he's like, you're such an idiot. Don't you even know you're talking to his father? I'm like, no, but you're the idiot. Don't you realize you're on <laughs> wrestling page arguing with fans? What the hell's wrong with you? <laughs> and what you're did you reply to that? Yeah, he just kept going. And no, just... because it's true. He is the idiot, you fucking Mark Todd. Right. There you go. You know that I, at the end when the it gets, I, I don't get that. I try not to get nasty with parents, or or I try to level it. I say, listen, you're allowed to be the number one fan for your son. You're exactly no, nah, absolutely, of course he can be. But to call you an idiot, right? Because don't you know who you're talking to? It's, right. it's his father, like really, dickhead. Your name's Anthony yeah. Deppen. And then he got, then he took one more shot, and I did, but I, I let it go. I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not fighting with people that are my age or older. I, I, you know, about about their kids. I mean that, you know. You know, professional wrestling or otherwise, I'm not fine with people about their their, their kids, their wives, their girlfriends, uh, their boyfriends. Yeah, that's that's fair game because they're they're just dummies. They 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 should know the game. Well, like you said, the paper bit was odd, and that was never a gimmick for Deppin in the past. So I don't know if this was a gimmick, or I don't know what the hell this was. To be honest, it was nothing to me. I don't know. If, I don't even know if this is going to develop into something. But Tom will tell. We'll see. But basically, he has no chance in hell in defeating Samoa Joe. I just don't right. see it. Especially after Samoa Joe is going to come off that TNT loss to Wardlow. So. Well, next. <laughs> Jesus, this gets better. It is the kingdom in Matt Taven and Mike Bennett with Maria Canales Bennett defeating the infantry, the infantry in Sean Dean. Captain and, Sean. Oh, sorry. Captain Sean Dean. And who, and what what's Carly Bravo? Is a senior Carly Bravo? I mean, what is it? No, I, th- I, I think Charlie Bravo. Uh, you know, oh, is to indicate that it's no over here. Yeah. But this guy was like bad guy tattoo or something, or bad dude tattoo. I, well, I don't even. I've never seen this guy before. I never heard of him. All I know is that he basically is the same size as Slim J and has more tattoos. Anyway, this match also went way too long, but the Kingdom won and. They were described by the commentators as one of the best tag teams of in Ring of Honor, which sadly might be true. Even they probably though, are, right. Exactly. They're constantly jobbers in AEW, and not just jobbers, jobbers that look stupid, usually beating up Maria Canellas, who who stays with them. But Kingdom with a, a decent wing. I, you know, I like I've always liked their music. Uh, you know, um, not a big Matt Taven fan, not a big Mike Bennett fan, 
Maria Canellas 20 years ago was a hottie. Um, that's it. Uh, I, I have no further notes. Wait, hold on. Tony Deppen joke gave me something. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Oh, you got to shake. You got to shake while, while like, unfolding. <laughs> we want to put out a challenge for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions, especially now that there's only one of them because we think we can beat them two and a half on one. That's our uh, challenge. Except they're not, Mark, you chicken, chicken farmer, chicken there. Oh, yeah, chicken wing, something. That's right, you froggy bow. Oh. That was silly. It was dumb. But uh, as far as Marie Canellas goes, any reason why I've got a hot spot, uh, a soft spot, not a hot spot, uh-huh. is because, you know, she's a Greek herself background. You know, so obviously I'm going to have a liking to her, but she's finished. Yeah. <laughs> In saying that, she's just done, her body is just too much motherly now. She's lost her figure, really. She still looks all right for her age. Don't get me wrong, but like... Yeah, she, she was pushing the boobs up real high. You could tell. And as far as Matt Taven goes, um, he reminds me of a friend of mine, dude. He looks... Ex- My friend looks exactly like Matt Taven. And if, and as a matter of fact, they're both Italian background. Maybe they're related somehow. But uh, I'm telling you, and it's kind of weird. Even the hair. The hair's the same. Oh, like, the he has the same stupid haircut. He hasn't changed, dude, in a long time. But I will say this. He's got good looks for wrestling, you know what I mean, for camera, and I think that's his potential. But like you said, um, they he's are. Yeah, he's perfectly fine enhancement talent. I'm surprised that be don't actually give him a chance, but uh, then again, maybe we shouldn't be surprised. Well, he probably insists on his little friends coming along, and they obviously don't want anything to do with Marie and Mike Bennett again, and why should they? Oh, that was a shitstorm, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, anyway, um, Matt Taven and the Kingdom in general and Mike Bennett end up defeating the infantry, and yeah. The monarchy beats uh, democracy. Yay. Ooh, jeez. Well, next, this was kind of a highlight for me. It is for the New Japan World Television Championship in Zack Sabre Jr., your champion, retaining against a bland and generic Blake Christensen. Oh, my God. Or Blake Christian, whatever the hell you want to call him. I don't know why I'm calling him Christensen, but um, it's Christian. <laughs> yeah. It's my bad. But, uh, yeah, this, again, way too long. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was the third guy in the Shinobi Shadow Squad with uh, Cheeseburger and cheeseburger. Uh, Eli Cheeseburger. Don't, don't, don't ask. <laughs> he, he is going to be on these tapings. So where you're going to find out soon on the next two, unless the show is canceled after our first, like uh, this review show is canceled after its, its first airing because no, <laughs> of lack of interest, which, by the way, is fine. If nobody wants to watch us, it's cool. I'm good with that. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see what type of numbers we do get for this show because if it stunk as bad as we thought it did, I wonder what others think, but uh, time yeah. will tell. You're watching it once was bad. Do you, do you want to relieve the trauma? I mean, listen, I understand that people watch us sometimes to hear us complain and nitpick, so maybe they'll enjoy this. Or maybe that is they'll... a highlight of people. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, sure. That's the feedback so. I get. I mean, listen, that, what, what, sports radio is built on that. But... Uh, so I, I sort of get that, but uh, listen, if you have mercy in your hearts, don't watch this show. So Ben cancels <laughs> it. I mean, <laughs> it, it's fine. I, I don't need another podcast. I don't need it. Oh, never mind. But yeah, but this guy, um, he he's like generic Bob Backlund. And for you, you youngsters, no, I don't need Mister Backlund. Make Darren Young great again. No, I mean Bob Backlund, like 1980, where his generic Minnesota. Uh, but Bob Backlund was a big guy. He was cut. He was ripped. He was, he was like, a, he was like a world champion, you know, Greco-Roman 
a, a Olympic level wrestler. I don't think he was an Olympic wrestler, but I know he was a, a, like a, the Minnesota state champion and Minnesota and Iowa were basically like ground zero for American Olympics. Um, anyway, the, Blake Christian ate it, another little, tiny little guy. And I'll say this for Zack Sabre Jr. He's developed a personality. He started building his body up a little bit, but then it's like, he's almost like he's like skinny fat. Yeah, so like, yeah, it's kind of weird, man. You're right, because he obviously stopped because he doesn't need it. But he got he dyed his hair blonde. He's got a personality. It's it's better than it used to be, and he's kind of tall. But but you tell me he, he's in this group TM something K, which used to be on <laughs> NXT, but they all got fired, and so they stole the gimmick and brought it to to Australia with like. Like, no, well, wait. Let me clear that up for a second. Yeah, it started right. in Australia first, okay. Right, and, yeah. and the and the stable is called TMDK, which means the Mighty Don't Kneel, and it was oh. um, what were they called in NXT for crying out loud? It was uh, Hastings and uh, and Slapjack. I honestly don't know what they were called in NXT. I cannot. Remember. I mean, they were called TMDK, right? But I forgot yeah. what their actual names in the ring were. But anyway, those two guys that were called DMDK and NXT, I believe they're former NXT tag champs as well. Um, they they formed the original TMDK on the Australian indie scene. Bronson Reed was part of it. As a matter of fact, the big dork at uh that's part of uh, NXT. What's his name again? I can't even think. The guy that's part of um the school, the university. The... Oh, Duke Hudson. Duke Hudson. He was part of it too. I don't know why uh and a few but for whatever reason uh zach saber jr is also now part of tmdk but originally this crew used to be mainly just australians it was just australians so for whatever reason i don't understand why he's part of the crew but whatever we'll see what happens with that well he didn't explain what the group was i mean he should have at least told us what the group was so that we knew what significance it was i mean i thought it was like teenage mutant ninja turtles or something (laughs) but he 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 won the match again in the match that went too long did it go to full 15 minutes because they're making a big deal it felt like it it fucking felt like it and it shouldn't have right it is what it is but yes zsj retains and i hope he gets in more shape because he looks like he's got a chest but like down here is getting a bit wide so i don't know what's going on there but I guess he's in development. But in saying that, Jeff, I think we got to go to a break. So, in saying that, we'll be back right after these messages. That's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, Walker! So sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! (laughs) 
Warning. The following video clip contains strong language and has therefore been rated 18 plus by the YouTube NECCA. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to the Ring of Honor review show. Still haven't figured out what we're going to call this show, but we'll get there. I'm your host, Jimmy T. My co-host is back. He's driving, he's bouncing, he's evil, and he's Dr. Jeff Lindman. Welcome back to the Ring of Honor show. And I see down the bottom there on your title, it says, have mercy and tell Bin you hate this show. Well, well <laughs> how, how'd that get there? <laughs> I wonder who wrote that. Yeah, I don't yeah. blame you. Listen, Hence why folks. I've put the song. My, my, my contract requires that I go, I do two episodes and in my contract, what I get paid for is I, I only have to pay $8 for face laps. Um, so it's a 20% discount, but Ooh. listen, if you hate this show or if you don't hate me either way, say you hate the show because I don't know, I watched four hours and 10 minutes of basically what's essentially AEW dark. Um, but it's even worse because it, it it's not even separating Ring of Honor from AEW totally, but it is bringing back some of the worst of Ring of Honor. This show, though, I will say this episode maybe was better than the first one. It had like it started out better, but then it you know spelled that. But I don't know. We'll get into it. But seriously, folks, have mercy. Tell Ben you hate the show. What? How that? I don't know how that got there. <laughs> Yeah, look, uh, I will agree with you though, Jeff. I do think the f second episode, obviously, was much better than the first one. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the first one sucked balls for me. Maybe it was the time. I don't know. But at least when I watched the second episode, it started off decent only because of Samoa Joe, obviously, right? And we'll get to that in a minute. I, don't, I, don't, I can't stand Deppin. But uh, they should just call him Dippin at this point. But, um... The matches flowed a little better, man. I'll give it that. And there seemed to be... Even though it still doesn't make sense. And I'm not sure... Did we talk about this on the air, Jeff? About a tournament on the last episode? Where they should have done qualifying matches or something? We did. We, we, we suggested that. That they should, they should have been doing tournaments for the number one contender for all the titles. And that's how they should have built towards Supercard of Honor. And, uh, well, I mean, I think it, it's... Spoiler alert, that's not what's happening. I mean, it didn't, <laughs> it didn't start in episode one and it didn't start in episode two. So, 
you know, it's going to be more of the same. You're just going to get, like, you know, some matches, which some are more important than others. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure Tony's already decided who the challengers will be, and there'll be almost no reason for them. I agree. Um, I was seeing something online about TK and and apparently now that Warner Brothers might not want another show on TNT and whatnot. I just saw that briefly. I didn't really read it properly. But do you know anything about it? All I know is what we talked about before is that Andrew Zarian on his podcast, um, which by the way, I like Andrew Zarian. I think his podcast is great. I think he's very entertaining. I think he's he tries to be objective while being po- positive at the same time, which is, is sort of hard to do well for me, but he does it seamlessly. And he will tell you every episode, he is not a journalist. He doesn't claim to be a journalist, Good on he, but he has contacts mostly in the in the advertising industry, but on both sides of, of it, like the, the people who make it make advertising and the people who are sort of buy advertising or try to sell advertising for the networks which is different than the media ad buyers, which are sort of independent brokers who buy. Anyway, he reported that, that he thinks that AEW and Discovery Warner Brothers are adding a 6.05 p.m. show. He's not saying whether it's replacing Rampage. He's not saying whether it's replacing Battle Belts. He's saying it's an additional hour of, of content, and everyone is re-reporting it as news. He didn't report as news. He just reported something he's heard. Now, I saw one place called WrestleSource saying we can confirm it. Then I looked on their profile and they have under 500 followers. So, you know, even though they pay for a blue, you know, certified mark there, you know, I, I doubt that they really have it. Anyway, <laughs> listen, maybe they are. You know, Tony was talking, he, he said he was interested in all elite women. So the speculation is maybe it's an all women's show. Maybe he could sell the network on an all women's show. It's progressive, it's woke, it's now, it's wow, it's pow. It's what the people <laughs> want. Um, <laughs> I still listen, but if you believed reports and what was confirmed and near confirmed, you would right now Ring of Honor would be on HBO Max, and we have been would have been watching it for six months, and we haven't. Um, and if Discovery Warner Brothers wanted more AEW content or more wrestling content, wasn't Tony basically begging them to put Ring of Honor on the air for the past year? So yeah, I, I mean, so logically, nothing here makes sense, but. Timing is everything, and and Discovery has canceled a lot of stuff, and they're looking for cheap programming. So maybe they got, maybe they're getting this cheap. I so maybe the timing is right. I just don't see why they wouldn't say, "Is that Ring of Honor thing still available?" You know, and and you can, you know, you use AEW people for that, right? You know, you know, just get rid of Tony Depp and Blake Christian, and and you know, you, you can put on more AEW people. Is but that, that's all I know. I mean. Color me skeptical. If it if it is, I mean, hey, listen, that's a feather in the cap for AEW, and it does it bodes well for their renewal. But I've never really doubted their renewal. I've just doubted their renewal with a giant increase. Right. No, that's true. Um, I just wanted to say uh, our condolences go out to Arn Anderson and his family for apparently uh, his son Barrett Anderson has passed away. So yeah, from everyone here at the PW. Yeah, that's. Do you know? Is any? Do you know how he passed away? Any I, talk? I, I don't even want to speculate how a thirty-seven-year-old, you know, dies. But no, there's. Right. I, I haven't seen anything, but I have to be honest. I haven't clicked on anything to to look. I've just seen. I saw his tweets, and I, I saw some reports on it, but I, I haven't looked beyond. And you know, when when it's thirty, I mean, it can be a whole lot of things, but you know, 
like with Kevin Nash's son, you 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 know you're you jump to the worst when someone dies that young. But right, you know, right. I mean, it could be something like, I mean, not that this is a good way to die, but it could be spinal meningitis or an aneurysm or Oof. you know, and any number of things. It doesn't have to be drugs, alcohol related. It doesn't have to be suicide and whatever it is. I I don't know, and I I don't even want to you know I don't even want to speculate. speculate. Right. Well. Yeah, 37 years old, obviously it's either, like you just said, some sort of heart condition, brain aneurysm, or I hate to say it, could have been a drug overdose for, you know, you know what I mean? So it is what it is, but we don't know. Like I said, I'm only speculating, but uh, yeah, he's young, man, 37. Shit, that's yeah. that's shocking. He does look a lot older, though, I must say, after seeing a picture. But Well, I mean, he, the Aaron looked like he was 40 when he was 24, so. Well, he had the Aaron like he was bald already, so. Right, yeah, he definitely. Yeah, but there's bald and bald. I mean, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, I remember seeing Arn when I was a kid and thinking, "Who's that old guy?" If, yeah, <laughs> maybe people look at me that way. But Arn always looked, even though he was the younger cousin, he always looked. I mean, Arn and Oli both looked old, so they were a perfect pairing. But <laughs> definitely, yeah, I mean, and you know we, what? They looked related, even though they weren't related. <laughs> they looked close enough. To, I mean, they, they were both sort of stocky white guys with beards and balding but they really don't look alike but it was close enough to be cousins right I mean remember C.W. Anderson as well <laughs> he I could do, pass I as do. an Anderson <laughs> yeah well there was also Gene Anderson before which oh, yes, was, of course. was Oli's brother but I'm not sure that was probably that was probably a lot of nonsense also it probably was it is professional wrestling but speaking of nonsense let's get into Ring of Honor Jeff and uh well, we start off with Samoa Joe against uh, Tony Deppen, and Samoa Joe wins via the Muscle Buster in a solid contest. But I'll say this: it went too long. Joe should have just eaten this guy alive. Yeah, wait till. I mean, first things first: the crowd's going crazy for Joe, who's supposed to be a Absolutely. super heel, and they're they're so excited. They're they're chanting Joe, Joe, Joe. I mean, you, you just you just can't get people to hate him here anyway. Um, Tony Deppen is a good wrestler. Tony Deppen's they list him at 170 pounds, which probably means he's 160 pounds. Um, this match went way too long. Tony Deppen got way too much offense. And I just don't understand the, the the proclivity or need of Tony Khan to accept in very rare occasions, always have competitive matches. It's it's not boxing where Floyd Mayweather needs the, the, the match to go, you know, 10 rounds and everyone be 10-9. You know, this, this, this is how it feels. Like, Joe should kill Tony Deppen. And yes, I know Tony Deppen had the Ring of Honor TV championship for like six weeks or something, you know, during during the time that nobody was watching except me. Um, anyway, Joe won. It, the match wasn't bad, uh, you know, but basically he had as much trouble with Tony Deppen as he did with Darby Allen, which, you know, you know, again, I would say that's that's a mistake. Speaking of Darby Allen, since you just brought him up, have you heard the speculation now? Apparently he's got a major announcement and it... And the talk is that he could be quitting professional wrestling and moving on to other things. Why would they put that on TV? I mean, why, why would you, why would you put that on TV unless it's storyline? Not sure, man. I, I look, I'm leaning towards it's more than likely storyline. But why would he be thinking of of quitting storyline wise? Like, I don't understand where we're going with this. Well, he's probably injured, and does, they don't want to say that he's injured, and he hurt himself, and he probably needs you know another six to eight weeks to get to get well or whatever uh you know i don't know i mean you know i figure the the the, the end game of this was always that he was gonna go solo no matter how much sting did for him it would never be enough and he would always be brooding and 
he turned on Sting, right. or Sting would turn on him for being an ingrate, then he'd retire Sting <laughs> at you know one of the one of their next pay per views. Oh well, whatever it is, we'll, yeah. Well, that's the other. Um, I mean, they, they need to that... for Ray and Dominic with their own version, so it won't even compare to Ray and Dominic. Let's be honest, right? Well, I mean, Ray and Dominic are actual father son, so there's a difference there. True. But anyway, but yeah, uh, but no, I, 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 I didn't, I didn't hear that that was the speculation of his big announcement. But I mean, unless it was storyline, why wouldn't they do it on TV? Somebody, I mean, you just have them go away quietly, or in AW, just never mention them again. You know, like Sean Spears, <laughs> who? <Or> Scorpio Sky. <laughs> who? Who's that? Hi. I didn't, I didn't even know who you're talking about. Right. Oh, well, it's, I, I won't get into any more news, but uh, maybe I should because apparently Tony Khan comments on potential free agents Mercedes Mo, uh, Monet and Kenny Omega. And apparently the Bucks are coming out of contract also. Okay. So um, but this is what he has to say before we get into Ring of Honor proper because I'm just curious. Uh, oh, God. This is what he thinks about, you know, the pay-per-view buys for, um, for what do you call it? Revolution. Yeah, they keep, they keep edging down. Well, he claims 130 to 140k range, whatever yeah, that we, means. Well, we said that at the press conference, but now right. Dave Meltzer's reporting it's probably closer to 130, but but maybe there'll be more with with late buys. Bullshit. <laughs> they, they, uh, they, cool. they know the number the day after. The only reason they might not is because it was a Sunday. They'll, they'll know by t- they know by Tuesday. They already know exactly what the number is. Not, there's no computer data that's on lag. That nothing's coming to them by mail or private courier. In, in six months, listen. He said that he said that uh, full gear was 145. It turns out it was closer to 140. Uh, and and this one he's saying between one. I mean, it, it'll be 123 or something like that. God. Well, anyway. Anyway, like I said, Samoa Joe defeats Deppin to retain his TV champion uh, championship. And uh, yeah, like you said before, the fans just totally love him. Look, at this point, he's earned sort of, uh, I mean, I don't want to say legend status just yet, but he's getting there. He's just one of those guys where the fans will never boo him. It doesn't matter if he's a heel, if he's a baby face. He's just that compelling and believable as a, as a worker and as a performer. Yeah. I mean, how can you boo the guy? We we said this when they first made Ward Joe. I mean that that was a mistake. That you're not going to get Wardlow over because when they when they break up, like all teams inevitably do, that people will never boo Joe. One hundred percent, man, absolutely. Uh, but I just hope they don't waste him in Ring of Honor, though. If you know what I mean, like I just well, they will. I hope, you think so? Yes. You know, you, do you think we'll still see him on uh, Dynamite? You know usually every week no hmm if I was Joe I'd be kind of pissed about that but anyway who am I to judge um but let's move on to the next match actually Jeff it is Dalton Castle and the boys defeating Marcus Cross hold on hold on hold on you're you're missing the most important part of the show that Joe issues an open challenge oh yes and Mark Briscoe comes out and he says I forgot about that what up Joe What's good? And Joe's like, he's like, what do you want, Briscoe? And, and Briscoe goes, we both know what you just said and what I'm here to say. And Joe goes, well, if 
Anytime I can get into a fist fight with a Briscoe, that sounds like a great day to me. Challenge accepted. So Mark Briscoe walks out and challenges Samoa Joe to the Ring of Honor TV Championship, which apparently was Mark Briscoe's dream. No, it wasn't. Uh, and it, yes, he it said it, it's his destiny. <laughs> and so for Supercard of Honor, because this will definitely not be on on what I want to say TV, but it's not TV on right. Ring of Honor private streaming service. Um, Honor Club, whatever he calls it, that uh, we're going to uh, that that that'll be a paper match. Mark Briscoe against Samoa Joe. Uh, if you think you're going to see Samoa Joe again on on AEW TV, then you know Mark Briscoe is going to win this title, which you uh, probably will anyway, just because the you know the the sympathy factor. Which is starting to irk me, dude. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm being too critique. I'm critiquing too much. But I just feel... Like, if I was him, I'd be kind of... Uh, feeling a bit like, come on, man. Just book me the way you were intending to book me. I well, guess, well, that, that changes things, though, too. Because, you know, his brother, unfortunately, has passed away. You know, Tony. Yeah, he's, 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 he's a he's a sad sack. They still have not mentioned anything about the uh, tag team championships on Ring of Honor television yet, or, or you know, what they're going to do with the Briscoes. I mean, the closest thing was on, I guess it was Dino. Was Dynamite or Rampage when he brought out the Lucha Brothers and talked uh, about it? It was Rampage, as a matter yeah. of fact. And it says here uh, Briscoe announces new match to determine the next Ring of Honor tag team champions. Reach for the Sky Ladder match. Yeah, I know. That's, uh... Oh, yeah, that's right. That's exactly what it was. All right, so then we get Dalton Castle and the boys, and 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 Dalton Castle. Listen, say what you want about him, but but he is he does the flamboyant character probably better than anyone else, including Pretty Deadly, because it doesn't seem somehow it seems natural on Dalton Castle. Pretty Deadly, you can sort of tell they're they're, you know, overacting a little bit, but um, right. I, I don't know. It, it's it's it always gets a pop. It's always amusing. I was a little bit disappointed he he didn't have the peacock. You know, cape wings on where he goes like that, like Batman, but it's a peacock. Cape. Oh, yeah. He, he was more like in his, he was more like an Elvis, but, uh, yeah, it's got a weird entrance and they, <laughs> they were wrestling, entrance. they were wrestling like th- three losers. They were wrestling some guy who looked like uh, Grado if he was Latin, uh, <laughs> the, the guy who used to team with Griff Garrison when they were Master Machine, but I don't know his name. And, someone else i don't even know who the third guy was um but uh this match also probably went too long but you know it was dalton castle and the boys there were comedy spots and you know them fanning him and you know using using the boys as weapons and you know and dalton yelling into the camera and saying funny things but uh you know dalton castle and the boys won and and commentary at this point said something they're they're working their way up the rankings in in that six-man division what what <laughs> rankings? What division? And then they said uh, we have so many great six man teams in in Ring of Honor. I, I, I've seen exactly two. <laughs> what what, <are> you, <laughs> what are you, Dalton Castle and the boys and the Embassy? Who who are these other teams? What are, are you talking about? These jobber teams you're putting together? What what the hell are they talking about? I haven't well. even seen Shane Taylor Promotions yet. <laughs> I know it's true. Where is Shane? Oh, Shane Taylor's on Dark a lot apparently. Is it? Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I do know he's part of the Ring of Honor launch, and I assume Moses is too, which is weird because Bishop Kong is in the Khan is in the embassy. Um, but anyway, so there we go. I mean, you know, I don't know if you want to add anything to this match because I think I sort of steamrolled over the whole segment. 
Well, I will say this. Um, the boys have improved tenfold compared to how they were a few years back, especially when Ring of Honor was with the previous owners. They've put on, and I say this term lightly, they've put on a little bit of muscle, right? Right, like, but, like Jungle Boy did. Yeah. Right, but they're still just tiny. But yeah, they're, they're, they're good though, man. They're good. They fly around. They complement now Dalton Castle pretty well um, compared well, to last time. They, they were not. They were, though. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember, absolutely. I'm surprised they didn't last too long, though. They were gone pretty quick. Uh, I guess they were the, the wrong kind of twins. I mean, they're, you know, they're, they're, <laughs> they're, you know, who knows? Whatever. They, but it did help them. I think I saw them somewhere else too. I, th- I think I might have seen them in NWA a couple times as well. But anyway, yeah, possibly. They, yeah, they've definitely gotten they've gotten a little bit bigger and a, and and better. But you know, it. Listen, I think that they wanted to be a real tag team, you know, sort of like the Bollywood boys did, but I think that they realized that they're better together as an act, and in this case, they're better with Dalton Castle. Uh, Dalton Castle looks good again, but the problem that I had with this match, who were the other guys? Uh, I, I told you, it was Latino Grado. Uh, the, right, the other I know guy that. that but... One guy's name was Mark Cross. He, he was the other guy from Master Machine. He had the, he had the Ric Flair hair with, with, with uh, the... Uh, very small body. Um, I don't know who the third guy was. I, I was hoping that you Bangarang, huh? That's the oh, they won the match via Bangarang, but the other guy was uh, Gul, uh Guillermo Rosas. Terrific. Um, let's let's just say it was Burt Baccarat and Barry, Barry Manilow. <laughs> Look, it was it was a comedy, it was a comedy action packed match and uh, and peacock power, let's put it that way, but uh. Listen, there yeah. were a lot of there were a lot of double entendre here from commentary on <laughs> packages and big packages. What? And then and then we're Dal- and Dalton Castle's hip placement. You know, he's yes. a great amateur wrestler, and he, he's you know, always watch where his hip placement is. And so, you know, a lot <laughs> a lot of subtle, you know, not so subtle things. Which you know, I don't know if if it was anyone else that did it, they they probably would have been you know called out for being homophobic. But since it's a Tony oh. Khan product, that you know. All is good in the world. It's woke. It's a woke company. Hey, I'll say this. I was a fan of Dalton Castle's like years ago. You know what I mean? In Ring of Honor. I, I thought he had a lot of potential. Now, usually I'm not into the, you know, the the puffy character type of thing, right? We, we know, Jeremy. We know. But, but, but he pulled it off though. No, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> <laughs> or does it? I, <laughs> I didn't even mean it in that context, but since we're talking about Dalton Castle. No, no. But anyway. He, he does. He's. He does that character very, very well. I mean, it, it he's over the top, but it, it 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 feels like it fits him correctly. His biggest problem is, is he really hurt his back badly, That's and he true, still right? has to wrestle with that real brace on, which is under his, and sort of sticks up almost like spanks do. But I mean, that, that's a real compression brace they asked that. But he, he's definitely moving better. He's doing the the bangerang much better than he used to for a while. That's it was true. just looking awkward how painful it was for him, or how slow and awkward it was. But now. You know, it was a smaller guy, so it makes it easier. But he, he, listen, he's a good act. He's a lot smaller, so he would never work in WWE. Uh, but he's good for Ring of Honor, where most people are smaller, and he's and he's got that cult following. And you know, listen, he, he's done really well for himself. And and like I said, he's a good act. He's sort of like, I mean, he's sort of like Lanny Poffo with a higher voice and oh, yeah. smaller. You know, if Lanny Poffo leaned all the way into that instead of making it sort of like a poet laureate, if he like change it from poet poet laureate to like sort of 
cat skills performer, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, that, or like or like or like seventies Vegas performer. You know, <laughs> that would be Dalton Castle. You know what? Uh, Lanny Poffer would have pulled that. Oh damn it! I shouldn't even say that anymore. Um, yeah, uh, well, he should. He would have pulled that off really good. Wait, wait, <laughs> you, you think that you can think you're gonna make the man any less dead? Um, no. <laughs> Come on, man. Listen, plus you're talking you to, to a nemesis. I, I know, but I'm just saying, like you, like you said. Yeah, for those he... of you who are new to to me, Lanny Poffo had what well, it literally up until the week of his death was was texting and calling my fiance all the time because he was in love with her. As that's everyone crazy. should because she's super hot. But that's crazy, man. Like the fact that he was, you know, right before he passed away. I mean, that just blows my mind because. Uh, did, I mean, how, how did La Sicaria take it? Was she, like, shocked? I never asked you that, actually. She just goes, oh, really? <laughs> Poor. And then, and then that was it. That was, that was like, the end, of, that was, that was the end of it. Like, you know. That's cold, she's man. Like, she's like, that poor man. <laughs> nah. that, 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 oh, well, poor guy. fuck. I, I, and I said to her, I go, I think he died of a broken heart. She's go. She goes, can you imagine? <laughs> That's funny, man. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Oh well, I mean that's life. It is what it is, man. Shit. Mm -hmm. But uh, anyway, let's move on. Um, I just wanted let's to say the picture, that. So they say. <laughs> you really want me to, Jeff? Of course. You're lucky I haven't deleted it yet. I should. I should you delete never it. Never delete it. What's wrong with you? Uh, but you know what? It's going to come up in the background right now. Ah, <laughs> uh, still, it's, it's okay. It's not as good. But it's, I don't know cleavage. I'm sorry, but you know. I know oh, the cleavage. So good. <laughs> and now I have to put it like somewhere else for everyone to see it properly, right? Because Dreamout's a bit weird like that. And now, right, well, while this is happening, I will say I will tell you that Maria Canellas comes out. She introduces herself oh. and she introduces her her husband. All of them, and then Matt Taven. She gives them all. Apparently, it's Maniac Mike Bennett now and the Trend Man Taven. And you can refer to them as the, they were the OGK, but you can refer to them as the Kingdom. So they're reclaiming their old name. They're no longer the OGK. Uh, right. No, I don't think that means Adam Cole is rejoining them. And then, oh, please no. And then they, then they lied by saying wherever they go, they, they won gold and people are just trying to give it to them, whether it's AWR. Okay. So they were in NWA, didn't win the Tag Team Championships. They were in Impact. They didn't win the Tag Team Championships. They were in AWA. They're treated like a jobber team. In fact, they are a jobber team. A comedy jobber team at that. One that usually gets ousted from a match or loses the match after hitting Maria Kanellis uh, accidentally. Um, but they're going for gold in the Ring of Honor division. I assume they will be in the Reach for the Sky ladder match because why not? Um, <laughs> because why not, right? I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess they're climbing not? up those rankings. Oh, and they are mad at Top Flight, who eliminated them from the uh, the the uh, whatever the tag team battle royal. I think it was the casino one that they were in. So Top Flight apparently is going to be a mainstay in Ring of Honor, which, by the way, I'm fine with. They're young; they can use the development. Obviously, they're used mostly as enhancement talent, and when they win, they never really give any momentum on AEW. So if you really believe that this is a young team on the come, they're injury-prone, they're very small, I'm not sure, but they definitely have talent. So if you want to feature them and give them a shine, I mean, I think Ring of Honor is a really good place for that in there, and they are sort of a historically, you know, they, they fit with a historically ring of honor type of tag. Oh, they definitely fit. And actually they'll be a great fit. And yeah, why not have them just in ring of honor? But see, this is my issue. 
can we like get a true a true separation of, of AEW and Ring of Honor at this point? I mean, can we? Yes. Will we? No. <laughs> well, that that's the problem. And don't get me wrong, having the AEW wrestlers and give it a bit more of a star power to the company is fine at times. But you can't just keep doing this because, again, it alienates the fan base. Who's AEW? Who's Ring of Honor? You don't even know what's going on. It doesn't. And like you said before at the very start of the show, it feels like, honestly, it, it feels kind of worse than dark. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it does feel worse than dark because we're supposed to care about the people who lose the matches, but we don't know who's signed. We don't know who's not signed. Sometimes neither t- neither party is signed, as we'll get to later on. At least in dark, you almost always know who's going to win every match. Right. Uh, here, you're not supposed to, but you do anyway. Yeah, it's just bizarre, man. So, TK, stop making a mess and just do shit properly. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, like, make the shows important, but he's not. He's because he's not making any money off this, and and you know, he's. I, I guess the the money's gonna come theoretically from pay per views, and I, I think the the money's the, the, so it's gonna have to be with people who are both on AEW and Ring of Honor because. If it's just on Ring of Honor, nobody sees them. I mean, there were only 12,000 subscribers to Honor Club. For those of you doing the math, that's less than one one and a half million dollars a year revenue for Honor Club. And it probably costs that much to run a streaming service and to rent the place and to hire the wrestlers and the refs and, the, you know, all the production and all the other stuff involved. They, I think the tickets were free. Um, really? It might have been 20 bucks, whatever it was. Oh, 20 they- bucks. No, it was 20 bucks. You're right. I can't, I can't remember if it's dark that's 20 bucks or but whatever it was. They, I mean, what were there? Maybe 300 people there in that yeah, studio? Uh, yeah, give or take. How much? I think Universal Studios can fit almost up to like 1,200 people. There's no way they were 12. They, 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 well, when, no wasn't, they the wasn't TNA record, uh, filmed there at one stage? Yeah, TNA was. Right. Yeah, so so well, at that t- for a bit. Right. Well, at that time the way that they had set up the the arena or whatnot whatever the fuck you want to call it they were apparently getting 1200 during those times there uh i don't know i i don't i, I don't mean know. it looked like more people i don't know if they've uh you know where the trons are or the led boards and whatnot mm-hmm. i don't know if those have um covered sort of any seats or anything like that no, but maybe. um these were all f- basically floor bleacher seats. So they were, you right. know, basically six six rows deep, and they were four, and they were only on three sides because you know Ring of Honor has the big the big stage, sort of like almost like AEW, the big entrance ramp. So they, right, right. I, I mean, they weren't even. I think they probably sold out what they released, but what they released was just the lowest level. I mean, I think that that place is used as a concert venue also, so that's really? probably where they sell twelve hundred as for. You know, uh, I'm you pretty know, sure you can configure it like a certain way if you really want, but there's too many screens going on. Yeah, and which is smart. It hides a lot of things, but there's just too much going on sometimes for a show that's in Universal Studios. But I don't know, that's just me. Um, I will say also about Maria Canales, Maria Canales Bennett. What the fuck was she wearing? I don't even know. You know what no, she I... reminds me of, dude? You know, like, you know, like, all right, like us guys, not that I do this, right? But you know guys do this you know when you get out of bed you're still in your underwear and shit and you're just walking around with your shirt on like it me feels right like, now oh, well, I don't know if you're doing that right now but I know people that do do that while doing shows I think Don Tony is one of them but um, as a, yeah like that's what it reminds me of and she looks her body because she's had so many kids lately mm-hmm. like she looks kids does she have? I think three 
Okay. I mean, you made it sound like she's got like 12. Well, she popped them out pretty in quick succession. So, you know what I mean? And, you know, her body's not the same as it was back when she was in WWE. And when I say that, I'm talking about her first run. And wow. um, she's still she, hot. They're gonna be wrong, sort yeah, of. Right. Listen, she was she was always the poor man's version of Christy Hemi. Ooh, she was better though than Christy Hemi. I'm not saying looks wise. I'm talking about just everything else wise. I don't care about everything else. Because I mean, look at Christy Hemi where she ended up, and look at Maria. At least Maria's had a long run in the professional wrestling business, dude. Listen, still Christy Hemi allegedly just got seven and a half million dollars for giving me a blowjob uh, almost two decades ago. So, hey. To, to Triple H? <laughs> yeah, to to uh, Mr. McMahon. And McMahon, yeah. But it was rumors uh, at and, the time. No, well, it was Vince McMahon. No, Nobody was being paid to about to silence anything except Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. And that was a Vince McMahon. You know what, dude? She shouldn't have gotten paid. I'll tell you why. I just want to quickly say. Because if he offered her money... Right, whatever the case, right? I mean, she she could have said no, right? What were they going to do? Kill her? Well, she got she got paid allegedly. It's her to to not talk about it. That, that right? That, that that was. I mean, that that what that's what hush money was about. I mean, it's 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 lawful blackmail basically. And she wanted more money, <laughs> so she well, got she it. more money. I mean, she she, she she got she got generational wealth. So for <laughs> for uh, you know, listen, I, I listen, I I don't want to. I, I can't even pretend to think of what kind of emotional scarring and, and trauma uh, that causes or doesn't. I have, oh shit. I, 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 I have, I don't, I don't want to say it doesn't. I don't, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not in that mindset. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I have known women who have done that sort of thing and it didn't right. cause them anything necessarily, but none of them are exactly you know, none of them are exactly stable. And, you know, I don't think they were before, and I don't think they... Well, that's the key. Well, you just said they weren't stable beforehand either. I mean, this was the era where a lot of the women came from, you know, being strippers. And, you know, according to strippers, about 70% of strippers are are, will also are also prostitutes sometimes. So that's probably a low percentage. So my guess is it wasn't her first, you know, exchange. Radio. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. uh, but this was probably her best one. But listen, she, I, listen, I, I don't want to get into it too much. I okay, know. let's just move on. You're yeah. right. Um, I will say about the kingdom, though. Uh, I felt their promo was truly one of the best I've seen ever. <laughs> the way yeah, they delivered it, it, all three of them. It was if you hadn't seen them in four years, because right. if you if you've been watching AEW television or Impact or NWA, you realize. That they weren't winning anything anywhere. They 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 were losers, mostly because they didn't commit to any place or nobody committed to them. But whatever it was, they weren't they weren't winning much of anything. Yeah, no, you're right. But I think if um, I don't like like you said, I don't know if they've signed or not, and I don't think they have because we surely would have seen the graphic. But I think they're ready to take shit seriously. Hopefully, we'll see what happens moving forward with these with these guys and girl. Yeah, um, I'm not sure if any how many people are actually signed to Ring of Honor, but they're definitely not signed to AEW. Whatever, right. if whatever they have, it's mostly with Ring of Honor. But I, th- I think it's I think most of the people you never hear about are on per appearance deals. But I, I think that they have nice, you know, fairly nice retainers and probably better than their normal ask rate or you know or whatever their full ask they're getting. Well, they should sign them because that 
that means you can't do anything really. Uh, no, you, you know. shouldn't sign anyone because this is not going to work. So, I mean, okay. unless he's just going to subsidize this forever, I wouldn't sign them. You couldn't keep. No one else is signing them. There's only two wrestling companies, and that's what people True. don't understand. There's only two wrestling companies, and people would rather get the per appearance rate for AEW and and be able to do the indies than than sign a more restrictive contract with a you know with New Japan and have to fly over there or less. You know, or uh, or less money with NWA or New Japan Strong or Impact, and and be more restricted. They they they'll make more doing this. Well, you're right. It's true. Well, anyway, let's move on. And what do we have next? It is. Uh, this match annoyed me. What the, you, you, you don't like uh, the Spanish announced pro project of Serpentico and and Helico, uh, one guy that we forgot about, and and. Uh, Professor Luther or Dr. Luther coming out as a manager uh, and like was... Road Warrior Hawk. No, he was George the Animal Steel by the looks of it. Yeah, but the haircut was a, was the reverse mohawk. <sighs> and I mean, he was sticking his tongue out like, ah, like he's about to bite turnbuckles. Like, come on, man. He's ridiculous. I, I mean, ridiculous. All, 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 listen, I have fond mem memories of Angelico diving off the, like, the <laughs> top balcony in, in Lucha Underground and then proceeding to, you know, break his leg 23 times. Um, and he, they, they faced Rooch and Drillistico, who apparently is Rooch's younger brother. Young oh, I knew that. Dragon Lee is the middle brother. They yep. they mentioned Dragon Lee, which I was surprised about. They True. also mentioned his dad, El, El, El Bestia, who wasn't there, which I'm surprised about. And they are also part of LFI, and Jose the assistant was there. So I'm not sure if they're – are they LFI dos? Because there was no Pero Peligroso. I mean <laughs> – I don't know. I was surprised that they were mentioning Los Inga Bernables. And I want to point out something, actually, now that we were talking about it. Uh, I think it was Caprice Coleman or Rick Barney. It doesn't matter. It was either one. But I'm yeah. sure it was Coleman. He said that Los Inga Bernables, this one, the LFI version, was a spawn from the Los Inga Bernables de Japón. And he's wrong. No, dickhead. You're wrong. Yeah. It is the other way around, you fool. Right. It, the, he the, known, they both should have known that because it was right. Naito in Mexico when he Mexico. was on excursion that exactly. they formed and then LFI de Japón formed off of that yes they, off they, of that so exactly. the, the, the people who are allegedly brought in to be experts on commentary and the history of Ring of Honor <laughs> got that pretty important thing wrong and listen if you're not a Ring of Honor fair you're like who the fuck cares Mexico Japan whatever and that's fair enough I get that I suppose it is, but it's sort of like saying the NWO was when ravishing Rick Rude and Scott Hall came to WCW and they convinced Scott Steiner to join them. No, <laughs> or the yeah, Eric, you know, you know, I, I don't know. What it's probably not that. Whatever. It's it's been. It, it irked me because it stood out in my mind. So I mean, because so I know like, the history, and I'm like, Sorry? what? Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, what? You should know better. Yeah, and not even Rick Boney corrected him. That's what's even more weird. He yeah. should have corrected him at the very least, but whatever reason, he didn't. So yeah, Los Inga uh, Bernambles de Japón has come from this version. Well, not this version, but the OG version of Los Inga Bernambles de México in Rush and Dragon Lee and Andrade. That's the original version, and it spawned off there. And when, like you said, when Naito was on uh, excursion in Mexico... They took him under their wing, like they basically like helped 
uh, develop his current version of Naito to what he is today. Right. So, that, that's uh, the whole thing with this is that people right. in Mexico were making fun of, you know, that he couldn't see because they were making fun of the jab. Yeah, you know, I love that story, right. bro. That story is so fucking good, man. Only because he but made it into story, So he would walk out going like this, like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, the, the, the this was strange. Well, one, I mean, it was the strange. story of this show is going to be us complaining the, the matches were too long and too even. But these are two heel teams, as, as as best I know, unless one, unless unless a Spanish announced project turned face, but nobody would know. Um, and most of this match, LFI was acting like this was no big deal. They were showboating when instead of doing offense, they would like dance around or do the LFI poses, and they were never <laughs> yeah. taking anything seriously. And and. and and like even after whatever they did wouldn't work, they were still acting like asses. There were no tag team rules enforced. At some point, what they use they they use the the electrical cord on the outside, which should be a disqualification <laughs> in a regular tag team match, and certainly a Ring of Honor tag team match. Right. Um, and it didn't. Uh, but in the end, after way too much time. LFI won, and the the, the the commentary was putting over Drillistico saying he might be the best of the three, and no, he's not. He's, I'll say one thing. Uh, one of them, one of the commentators said that Drillistico comes across like he's kind of got the 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 intensity of Rush, and you know the flow of Dragon Lee, and I can see that he kind of does look very rough, if you know what I mean. And he's kind of solid. He's right in the middle between the both of them in size. No, he looks more like Ray Phoenix to me, and he's not—he's yeah. not nearly as—he's not really—he's—he's he's not nearly as big and bulky yeah. as Rush. He's not nearly as agile and 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 technically proficient. No, right, as, no, 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 as Dragon true. Lee. So maybe he'll get there. But you know, talking about him this way, I mean, it's it's, it's like you're talking about you know the Rock when he joined Nation of Domination. No, no, what it. It's not that kind of thing, so uh, I don't know. I, you know, I like his look, man. I, I won't lie, but I like the I name know. for Luchador. Name, I think right. Drellistico is is sort of cool. But is it is it too many Isticos these days? Oh yeah, in, it's definitely Istico, but but that's definitely a Luchador thing. But like right. Drellistico, is it a dragon? Is 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 it is, is it a, a, a draconian? A, uh, right. I right. think he's a Draco. Well, Draco means dragon. Right, but so like a like a rept, uh, reptilian, which also means devil. Yeah, that's it's fine. It's all it's all okay. All right, so it, it does come up though. It does feel like also like Dracula, like you said. But uh, whatever. So, so Jose and Luther were both out there for no reason. They did they did nothing. Both of them were useless. Uh, Luther has got to go, man. It's fire this guy already. I don't even know why they signed him in the first place when he hardly made any appearances on television. Apparently, he's Jericho's friend. That's uh, true, he is. At, at the end, they took Serpentico's mask, they ripped it off, which was to dishonor it. Then they tried to rip it in half, and, and you know, and, and commentary made a big deal. That's the worst thing you can do to a luchador, which, duh, they do it every know. week. Yeah. Let's be honest. How many masks are getting... First of all, look, as much as, as much as I'm a fan of Rush and Los Ingobernables de Mexico from the past... This come on, man. They went up against Serpentico and Angelico or Angelico, whatever you want to call him, right? Um, this match should have been fucking five minutes tops. It's also weird if you've been watching 
AEW, you know that that Andrade's gimmick was that he's a luchador who doesn't wrestle with a mask. He takes his mask off. So does Roosh. Right. That's they used what they to did with, with, with Preston know. Vance, Pero Peligroso. They made him take oh. off his mask. Yet Dragon Lee keeps his mask on. Okay, he's not with the company anymore. But Drillistico keeps his mask. So why are they ripping the mask off luchadors if one of their guys has a mask on? It makes no sense. Uh, fuck Divino, Jeff. I have no clue. But still, Serpentico, as long as I've seen him wrestle, he was a jobber, was he not? Oh, yeah. He's, he's usually a squash jobber. Right. To put him in a team that's even semi-respectable is embarrassing. Embarrassing is an understatement, man. But anyway, Jalistico ends up earning the pin over Serpentico as Sapped worked babyface for the match, adding a little comedy. It is what it is. It was a joke. Yeah. Plain and simple. I do like the name Sap as stupid and uh and uh cheesy it sounds because of, you know, the you know, the Spanish announce table. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, the Spanish the Sap. When you watch T V and you want to listen to it in uh Spanish, it's Sap. Well, well. Also, I think that Angelico was on the Spanish announced team for a while, and he was. And Serpentico and Luther used to be Chaos Project, so it's sort of right. so. No, it, it's a clever. AEW has some clever names. I'm, I'm not criticizing the name. I just think the team is shit, and and the match went too long, <laughs> and the booking of it was just weird. Um, so next we get listen. What, one thing about the Ring of Honor show is that. There were two women's matches, so hey, yeah. better than Dynamite if you like women's wrestling. True. So our next match was Young Prodigy, Billy Starks, who I once interviewed when I think she was still 16 years old. Is she really um, only 18 right now, Jeff? I think she must be 19 by now. Well, they but, called but, her 18. 18, yeah, it says it yeah, right here, 18-year-old. But I know, I know for a fact that she used to wrestle and, like, you know, at least one of her parents had to go with her everywhere. They had to fly with her. Really? They oh, really? Wherever they went. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, she, she, she's she's nice. sweet. You know, I guess they're trying to do their own sort of um, Bailey. I've seen her on MLW a bit too, and also is, on. Is she NWA. a Bailey ripoff, Jeff? Uh I don't know. If she's Bailey. Or, I, I think maybe they're trying to make her their own. Rox, Roxanne Perez, Roxy. Is she a mm, Bailey ripoff? Eh. Yeah, but she. I don't know. It's a different kind of style. I, I mean, she's still very green, though. She looks good. She's she very looks a lot green. older than eighteen, though. I'll say that. Well, she's been doing this for two. Uh, this is not a life for a young person to stay young. Uh, yeah, and no, she's wrestling right. Trisha Dore, who's from the Washington D.C. area. She was in she Ring was, of Honor. She looks hard, dude. She looks gangster, man. Big time. Yeah, she, like she was off the street. Yeah, she, she's 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 tough. Um, and she's won a bunch of titles. She was she's won like the Pan African title and so, and some other things as well. Um, but this was you know this was a pretty hard hitting match. But uh, Billy Starks, like you said, is green. But you know. Uh, I Can know. I say, I, I hope I don't get hit for this, but there's, when I first saw, and I, it's not the first time I've seen her, but in particular this show, uh, she, uh, for a second I had to look twice, if you know what I'm getting at. I hope I don't, and I think I do. <laughs> I think you do too, but I'm not going to, look, I'm just saying it. Are, are you about to go, uh, are you about to go Nyla Rose on Trisha <laughs> Yeah, I, I could be. I know I you mean, do well. Yeah, just stop. Just, just stop. I'm, and I'm just You're saying, in a cul-de-sac. Just, just, just <laughs> turn right around. Hey, look, man. Most people would say you've got a point. Come on. All right. I mean, I'm just saying. I don't know that most people would say that. But in saying that, I do think she's got potential and she looks legit. Like when I say looks legit, she looks like the type of chick that would absolutely kick 
your backside. She, she, she looks like the wrestler. I mean, yeah, yeah, where Billy Starks doesn't. She's a, she's sort of a petite innocent. Woman, but, well, she's girls. Yeah, she's eighteen. Though she isn't short, short, but she's she's probably like five five ish. Just just the doors. She's not a taller tiny, woman, tiny. But, you know, more athletic right. looking woman. Um, so what happened? Who won this match? Well, obviously, Trisha Dora ends up winning and defeating. Billy Starks via, so yeah, and that was it. And uh, but the match still went much too long, in my opinion. Even though I felt that Trish was pretty much kicking the shit out of Billy Starks all over the ring, but uh, it is what it is. Anywho, next we get Lexi it's... Nair, and she's she's doing an interview. Oh it's, yes, okay. It's, it's, it's one of Christopher two Daniels we see with Lexi Nair, and and she's wearing two different outfits. <laughs> so one is the one oh, from last. Oh, true. She did the black one and now pink. Right. Yeah. So right. one of them was recorded during the first taping, but they aired it on on the second show. So right. she, so who she's interviewing? This new young up and coming talent, Christopher yes, Daniel. Very new. Still not freaking retired. He's the new. He's very new. As a matter of fact, he's going by a gimmick apparently like he's a fallen angel. That oh my god, that's so new. And there's so many yeah. opportunities for him in Ring of Honor. He's so excited to be here. Young whippersnapper, Jeff. It, it's it's almost as if he retired because Tony said, "Yeah, I'm not going to put you in the ring here very much." And he's like, oh, "I'll just retire." Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> well, anyway. what retirement? He's new, Jeff. He's that's right. He's not a Ring of Honor legend or anything like that. He's just a new up and coming whippersnapper by right. the name of Christopher Daniels, and he's a fallen angel. Right, and he's targeting the tag team division, uh, <laughs> but, but he can't call Kaz, who's in California, because <laughs> a, a, a deal is a deal or something like that. Uh, and so, of course, he's going to call the other member of SCU, Scorpio Sky, right? No, actually, oh. he, uh, you got that wrong. Huh, he actually made a smart reference to closing the door on a reunion with Frankie Kazarian. Yeah, right. Because he yeah. said that, he said that uh, you know he, he, he's a man of his word, or he won't ruin a deal or something. I I, I don't know what he said. It must have been some that Frankie Gazarian got got released early, and I guess one of the things is that. He couldn't work with Christopher Daniels. Must have been one one of the conditions of it, which is weird and not exactly that freedom that we were expecting. But anyway, well, this is what he had to say because apparently it acknowledged the storyline history and showed Daniels to be a man of honor, Jeff. Oh well, that terrific. That's terrific. He could have just not mentioned it all. So who did he call in? Another young up and comer, right? <laughs> Indeed. As a matter of fact, this guy. Um, is a real young talent and up and coming and apparently he's called matt seidel oh my yes. goodness I, <laughs> do, do, we, do you remember what year he was born <laughs> nice very nice i don't remember the year he was born but um remember when yes. matt seidel was everybody's older brother tag team partner like the the, the martins i think Lee Hardy, <laughs> that like, was ridiculous like, lee bro. johnson like every everybody was his protege and like oh. none of it worked out i was like, i was hoping he was gone by this point but i guess he's yeah. not because he's back but but his brother mike is probably gone but who knows maybe he'll be, <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll be back next so uh, so matt tags with pretty much everyone except for his brother so all right, so this is an exciting tag team that we can look forward to. I guess they will be in the reach for the Sky Ladder match. This great team of Christopher Daniels and Matt Seidel, which absolutely nobody wants to see them together. Now, if you nobody. paired each of them with a younger person, sort of as a they mentor, both young, thing, Jeff. it's been done, but it's you know it'll be done a hundred times, and that could at least be semi-interesting. No, it's not. Well, who am I saying? No one wants to see either of these guys anywhere, anyplace. 
Oh, dude, before we move on, I just want to say to you, have you seen the new AI shit that's going around right now where you can take anyone's voice and do whatever you want, whatever you tell it to, to do, and it'll come out exactly how you wrote it? That's what's happening right now. I'm not really here. Oh, that's me. That's me. Remember, I don't exist. Right. But no, people are starting to do random promo generators, right? Yeah. And the Scott Steiner one is hilarious, dude. you got to check that oh out. Oh, my God. That, that, I'm that, telling you. And it sounds exactly like him. It is that real. It's ridiculous. I'm thinking of maybe we should do little segments, right? Actually, I just came up with a great idea. If we have to continue doing this show, if if you people don't <laughs> listen to my little thing, <laughs> I know what you're saying. We just had chat GPTs with the avatar <laughs> do the Ring of Honor review show. Hey, See dude, if anybody cares or notices. I'm telling you. Hey, look, I'm telling you now. Once it becomes sort of big time, which is starting to, I, I bet there's going to be all sorts of lawsuits that happen in the future. That but that's a good it's idea. It's going to be complete copyright and trademark infringement. Right. I mean, that that's the thing with technology. And, it, you know, this is a this is going to be a strange comparison to people, but things like Airbnb and Uber, you know, just totally bowled over like people who have paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for taxi licenses and Airbnb. Hundreds like, of thousands. It's expensive, yeah. bro. It's really expensive. But yeah, sorry, continue. Killing, killing the, the timeshare in the hotel business in some states like DC, it's now regulated. Uh, you need a hotel license. Or what? A, yeah, if you could do it through Airbnb, but I'm not sure about Verbo. I mean, you wow. know, these, these things. Yeah. So, and, and you know, it, the laws don't catch up to technology. Techn- and by the time the law catches up to the, it's it's out of the barn. It's already it's already like been genericized. So, and. You know things like catchphrases and whatever i mean they can be trademarked but you know they are come i don't know whatever it is it's going to be an interesting time and, and being that wrestling is on the bottom level like it's the lowest totem in the entertainment business like maybe it's above rodeo <laughs> so well, uh, well yeah know. it's above rodeo come on so, so it, it'll be the yeah it's probably above rodeo and and circuses and you know, and, and, uh, that's, you, know that, you can argue that one maybe you know drag shows and then then probably <laughs> oh, drag shows yeah <laughs> and then like everything else is above it you know maybe oh, professional bowling and billiards you that's, know that's coming up actually professional bowling sort of very slowly yeah, but sort of pickleball will pass it soon <laughs> i mean what about the hot dog eating contest on espn i think already above wrestling the spelling bee. <laughs> I, I think I, I think more people watch the spelling bee. I think more people know who Joey Chestnuts oh. is than, than, <laughs> yeah. than Roman Reigns. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to say it, but that's fucking true. But anyway, um, yeah. So you know what? That's an interesting idea, Jeff. Maybe we should just put it out there one time, just see what happens, right? But uh, if, if it works once, we should just do it forever and save ourselves and, some trouble. Yeah, that's right. And, until someone tells us otherwise. So I, I think it would be gold, dude. It's Come right. on, man, it, it, and it, and it's very real, Jeff. I'm telling you, it's 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 eerie. It's I'm happy really to eerie. do it. Just set up those avatars and 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 have it, you know, run through its programming through Honor Club episode three, and just, <laughs> and just have those two talking heads. <laughs> just go to a dirt sheet somewhere, get the whole uh, uh, rundown, and just get them to read it. Right? Absolutely, whatever. <laughs> just yeah, just just. Just let it go. Uh, Shit, and man, the news. I'll, I'll, especially I'll even like... pay for it if I don't have to do this. So <laughs> I don't know if it costs money. I haven't done it yet, but I'm going to check it out once we're done here. No, I'll pay because... for the rundown of Ring of Honor that somebody else writes. <laughs> to, 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 to You're going to um, do a TK? Yeah, exactly. Right. I'll put you on a TK. Can you, can you give me the rundown of Ring of Honor? He'd probably get it wrong, that dummy. Uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to do it in his voice. It should so... be CM Punk and TK. Or oh, Vince McMahon and TK. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, CM Punk and TK would be best. And and he and uh, and you should program it so TK keeps trying to hug him and Punk keeps yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. face he's palming like, him. Off, Tony. Like, no, fuck no, off, Tony. Fuck off. Like ducks. <laughs> he does like kung fu things like the Matrix. <laughs> he does like the Penelope Ford Matrix thing. Oh man, seriously, man, he's got so much potential, man. He can go anywhere. And whatever you type, dude, it will do it. So you know, you know what else has potential? Mark what? Sterling and the Trustbusters coming out <laughs> with a great team of Ari Davari and Slim yes. J. Yes. Uh, apparently of... they're so rich that they wear white undershirts and Caprice Coleman goes, Those are probably those five hundred dollar undershirts and Ian Rickabine goes, I didn't even think of that or what? what? And then because they said it when they ripped the white undershirts later, they said they don't even care about the money what <laughs> these, these are like fruit of the loom Haynes dude wife uh, beaters it's the whole thing was, and who are they fighting somebody named somebody named Man Scout uh, yes. who sort of looked like Dexter Loomis if everything went wrong um, and Jake Crist who was part of the Crist Brothers tag team but his, his older brother got called out in the whole speaking out thing and nobody right. ever saw him again and Jake Crist got fired from Impact and was doing indies and was broke for a while so Jake Crist apparently has been around so much that he was a mainstay in the Ring of Honor tag team division since 2006. Um, what? I don't, I don't recall that. Really? This, this is what they, listen, they got LFI de Japon wrong, so maybe they got this True. wrong. Maybe, maybe they meant 16, but, uh, you know. Uh, 2016. Yeah, well, I don't remember <laughs> seeing him in Ring of Honor. I remember seeing him in Impact. And um, you're a Ring of Honor diehard, and you used to go to all the events in right. in maryland so i mean shit. yeah and i will admit that i i was a ring of honor diehard for a long time just for just to do it ironically i would write these like <laughs> seven page reviews of the show like for comedic purposes on various the uh, wrestling facebook groups and like seven people would read them and but they'd like them and i put a lot of work into them but it was it was the only way i could justify you know continuing to watch and you know i try to make us <laughs> i try to do like a mystery science theater 3000 thing of, of in in typing anyway so yes, I was a diehard, but I, you know, I, I admit that, that, that for a while I was doing it just to sort of, you know, almost troll myself. Anyway, um, the Trustbusters won this match uh, more easily than Samoa Joe beat Tony Devon. Yep, that's true. And um, I will say also, I was just looking at the voice generator thing. <laughs> I'm going to download it now. But anyway. Um, yeah, so Ari Devari and Slim J did defeat Jack Crist and Manscout, whoever that guy is. Do you have any clue who Manscout is? Never, never saw him before. Never Isn't heard that a him. ball trimmer? Uh, <laughs> that's Manscaped, but uh, <laughs> well, I'm and saying. I'm not saying that again until we get sponsored by them because they sponsor everybody else. <laughs> that's, that's your fault, I, Jeff. I actually, I have a Manscaped, by the way. Oh, oh, there you go. And by the oh. way, I did use the the promo code Solomonster. You know, everyone <laughs> thinks that. I mean, you know. So I also did Audible through Solomonster. I, you know, I, really? I, 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 yeah, I did all the stuff. I used. I got something on Audible today. As a matter of fact, I interviewed Ooh. Reverend Jim Willis for for Garden of Doom. It's the fourth time he's been on the show, and and I had one credit, so I bought his work of fiction. Uh, nice. It, it was on it. Yeah. Um, so after this match, Davari is talking about Metalik, not Grand Metalik, no, and Metalik, right? And Metalik comes <laughs> out Metallique. to uh, to run in, and of course the the Trustbusters, the you know the the Numbergus game catches up two against one. Yeah, but where's Sunny Kiss, Jeff? Sunny Kiss is not involved, um, but Blake <laughs> Christian, who is everything I hate about Ring of Honor, so sadly he's involved. He comes to rescue Metalik. 
So I guess these are two more of the tag teams that will be in the reach for the sky. Uh, the, the trust busters of not Josh Woods, not even Tony Nese, but Davari and Slim J and Metalik and Blake Christian, formerly of the Shinobi Shadow Squad. Not even Eli Isom, not even Cheeseburger. Not cheeseburger. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> fucking ridiculous. So there you go. And, you know, and then our next match is okay. So last show, this is the one that I botched. And I, I said that everything I said about it on that show is from the future and is true. Oh, and it yes. almost That's is, true. except for the essential part. So this this was, this is the Ring of Honor Pure Wrestling Championship. Pure shit championship. Rila Yuta versus Timothy Thatcher. So this match of the night, Jeff. Uh, yeah, the, these are really boring matches. But for those who don't know what pure rules are, um, there are only three rope breaks. So once you have uh, used the, the ropes to break a hold or to break a pin for the third time, you can't do it the fourth time. So your foot can be in the ropes. You can right. employ a submission on the ropes, whatever. There's also no, no closed fists allowed. If you, if, you get a, if you use a closed fist, you get deducted a point. And there are three judges there watching in case it goes to a time limit. So there can be judges ruling can be called into play. I only recall seeing that happen once. The three judges, for those of you who are interested, were Christopher Daniels, B.J. Whitmer, and Colt Cabana. Yes, we saw Colt Cabana um, for about a second and a half. Um, this match was everything I said it was, but the, the 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 story was that they were surprised Timothy Thatcher came prepared, knowing the, the pure rules. Uh, why, I don't know. Uh, but Wheeler Yuta at some point had a three-to-one advantage in the rope breaks, uh, when the ref wasn't looking, uh, when it was, when it, uh, I think it was at that point three to three in rope breaks. Um, this Timothy Thatcher was clever, but when the ref was distracted and Timothy Thatcher was sort of caught up in the ropes and Wheel Yuta was on the outside, he hit Timothy Thatcher with a closed fist and the ref didn't see it, so there was no point deducted. And so, in pure rules, we have to pretend that we've never seen these people wrestle in any other <laughs> right. way. Because the closed fist, no chain, no brass knuckles, no diamond ring, no no you know string of quarters or what do you call it? Like a when when you have those quarters in a in a case. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, in the case, right? When you get yeah. it from the bank, you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't matter. You all. Know I know what, what you're talking about, but I, I can't remember what it's and, called. And the problem with it was none of that. He Wheeler Yuta, Wheeler Yuta, with almost no muscle definition on his body and almost no shoulders, <laughs> hit Timothy Thatcher and basically knocked him cold in the ropes. I can't uh, believe one that, punch, man. Um, and then he employed like a tarantula uh, uh, STF in, in the ropes. And, it was an STF. Come on. Well, but it's in the robe, so they called it. Anyway, the submission was in the robe, so that's the story that was employed. You know, and because it was pure rules, you get you instantly get a glass jaw. And Timothy Thatcher tapped <laughs> out, and Wheeler Yuta won. The commentary was making a big deal about how he was using shortcuts. They never saw him use shortcuts before, and then Wheeler Yuta cut a heel promo how he rides with the three baddest boys, the the you know some of the greatest legends in the sport even though one of them is gone and uh, this, that, and the other thing. And anyway, he... Uh, Fucking joke. Yeah, he, he, he really can't cut a promo, and I, I don't know. It's, you can take it from here. <laughs> yeah, no, this is... Ugh, I don't even want to... He, he Look, essentially, he's a heel now, it seems, right? I mean, and, and I guess it's a better thing to go with because he sounds annoying, let's be yeah. honest. 
he talks like this, like real high pitch, and I can't even do it. It's true. Um, and he came across as a marktard too, on top of that, for the BCC. Hey, he was talking about, look at my teachers. Uh, you know, it's Moxley and uh, Costagnoli, and, you know, I'm under the best uh, crew, basically, whatever, who bleed every week. I mean, come on, man. Like, <laughs> like fuck these guys right now. I mean, and Willie Yuta... They should just get rid of this guy when it comes to the BCC because he's starting to get annoying. He's mentioning names too much. If mm-hmm. I was Moxley and Cesaro or Costagnoli, I'd be like, hey, man, stop like, calling out our names. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Like, for crying right. out loud, just just forget this guy. But the fact that Willie Uta won the way he did just makes me sick. And on top of that, yeah. this yep, match, yep. They, they had no chemistry, man. No, none. This, none. This, this, was a, this was an awkward match. Um did he call out anybody? Did he? Did he like call out anyone? He did. Out he did. From... Wait, let me just see quickly. I know. I know he did. And um, let me just. Something just fell. I don't. I don't know what that was. Um, I'm sure he did. I'm, I'm sure he did saw... too. I just can't remember. I'm oh, here we, go. here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, he called out. Clark Connors came out. If you remember from the. Oh right. Okay. From so the New Japan the Dojo. Yeah, he was, he was the replacement in that four-way during Forbidden Door, and everybody said how much they loved him while ignoring that he was basically like if you Two took four. Adam Page and shrunk him, put him in a shrinky thing. <laughs> Adam Page and right. Adam Cole put together right. with a southern twang. And, right. uh, yeah, he's tiny, man. I, I don't, I, you know what's funny? I'm going to say this. This is the first time he debuted this version of his character, per se, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I preferred him when he was a young boy. Yeah, they, 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 they called them, they said, see, I knew it was a big deal because they were talking about from the LA dojo, not the Ring of Honor dojo. So no, no, he he's definitely so, New Japan hey, guy. So he comes out, he's got a vest on and a little cowboy hat. It almost looks like a kid's yeah. cowboy hat. Not quite <laughs> yeah. Kurt Angle in, in 98, you know, no, cowboy no. hat. It was but, Shawn uh, Michaels-esque. Yeah, like, but now Shawn Michaels. <laughs> like, you know, now right. the old man just trying to hide his eyes. Shawn Michaels. Uh, um, <laughs> trying to hide his eyes. Yeah, listen, the guy's a good wrestler, but he's really small. Like, he, like he's Tiny, much smaller than really Yuta. And... It uh, makes Yuta look big, dude. Yeah. This... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. I, I was not feeling this at all. And, and but, you know, what can I say? This, this, this was a giant disappointment because they have so many people from that LA dojo and I know that after Forbidden Door all the AEW fans were like this is the next big star uh, no, he's not. the next small star maybe right. and and they've hired like <laughs> 52 wrestlers just like him since then he's pretty small though Jeff he's I mean if you had to like give a prediction on his height uh, would you say he's uh, <laughs> honestly 5 foot 2 I would say he's a little. He's probably about fifteen percent smaller than Action Andretti. I mean, <laughs> but why do you hire Action Andretti and bring in Clark Connors? I mean, they're basically the well, same guy. Clark Connors, at least, is better. As he actually is, I agree. And plus, he's got more of a name out there. Actually, I've known Clark Connors for a couple of years. I mean, well, by now, I just I, didn't yeah. realize how small he was, though. I would say just by being on TV for the last two months, Action Andretti probably has a bigger name than Clark Connors. Well, unfortunately, in, in right. the past ten years or whatever it's been. Unfortunately, you're right. But the fact that he was going see the thing is, I see I've seen him a lot in New Japan, right? Mm-hmm. And even while he was in Japan as a yeah. young boy, and he didn't come across that small. But then again, he was going up against Japanese wrestlers most of the time, right? But right. here, 
I was like, damn, that's not the Clark Connors I remember. <laughs> like right. being that short. Right. They made a big deal about he lost to filthy Tom Lawler, who's no longer, you know, I, I don't even think, I'm not even sure if he's with New Japan and New Japan Strong anymore. I'm not sure where he is. He's um, great though. I don't mind filthy Tom Lawler. He's, he's, he's extraordinarily ugly, which is in a, in a funny, which works for a wrestler. Hey, he's um, tough though. I'll give him that. Yeah, no, yeah, he's a real MMA fighter. Absolutely. Um, Anyway, so that, that that was that. So that that's I don't know if that exciting match is going to be on Ring of <laughs> Honor episode three or four. If that's going to be your super card of honor pay per view match, um, oh if, please! If, if it is, I don't know. Uh, uh, you folks at HMG, you may have to subsidize the uh, purchase of that pay per view because I ain't paying that for that. Uh, my well, sure. well, <laughs> well. I'm glad to report, Jeff, that it's booked for next week. Well, this oh, week, thank I goodness. Say. I mean, I'm not, I'm not that excited for the future. Listen, I, I don't even know what to say because, like, I hope Wheeler Yuta retains the title and stays on Ring of Honor and doesn't <laughs> go on, just say on, that. On, 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 you know, AEW television. But I don't think that's going to happen. So well, he'll be on AEW. So he doesn't have a, yeah. So you know, Clark Connors having this, but Clark Connors, I mean, he's a good technical wrestler, but he can do oh, he, like, he jumps around and flies around. Like, I don't think the pure style would help him much i think it, it jeff stop 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 this is not pure this is pure bullshit i know that's but what like, this is but it's sort of like having phoenix in in the pure like imagine <laughs> phoenix wrestling like timothy thatcher or drew gulak it would it would it, it's like exactly the opposite of what you could like i could see pentagon doing it almost but this is that that's mm. like taking clark connors you're basically neutering everything that makes him at all interesting by putting him in the pure i mean pure is for the boring wrestlers that for the you know like Zack Sabre Jr. This this is for it's them for him, right? Yeah. Exactly. So you get the you get the one fifteen or twenty minute match that that and they they have the strange rules where that's the story, that's the psychology. So you can get through your one technical match, pretend you like technical ma- wrestling, <laughs> or if you do really like it, you get your yeah. fix in, and then see the, then see the rest of a regular show. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. What 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 what's next? I know I know we had some exciting more cards leading up to our very exciting main event. Well, as you can hear in the background, oi, oi, oi. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> want, I didn't want to rain on your parade about your your, fa- <laughs> your favorite two uh, kitchen condiments, uh, fat <laughs> mayonnaise and, and skinny mayonnaise. I know you think I'm being biased here, and it has nothing to do with my bias, right? It's actually, I actually do like this tag team. I'm not, not going to lie, I do. I actually yeah. like them. And yeah, yeah it's like I hate the way they... Helico and one of the Gallus boys and bet- the pin. Come on, dude. They're better than they're better than an helico. First of all, two. They're better than who'd you say, Gallus? Yeah, Come Gallus on. boys on top. Get out of here, Jeff. I, I think everyone is high on them, though. AEW seems very high on them. I, mean, I agree. You'd have to be high to like these guys. <laughs> they, they have some good moves, but they look. They've bad. got some great moves, actually. I've never seen any other wrestlers do some of these moves. The one guy looks like a caveman, and the other guy looks like if you bought Matt Taven on English. Well, look, they're above Matt Taven right now in the kingdom. Let's be real. Uh, On on the packing order? Yeah, I would. Yes, they absolutely are. And look, yes. Matt Matt Taven's a Melvin. (laughs) Look, I don't hate Matt Taven like you do, obviously. But, yeah, anyway. But back to Aussie Open. The problem with these guys is not the way they work in the ring. It's it's when they talk. One can't talk at all. And that's the bigger guy, Mark Davis. And the other guy, Cole Fletcher, he's got a high-pitched kind of voice, right, when he talks, which annoys the fuck out of me. And, and he sounds overly Aussie, if you know what I mean, which is also annoying. 
Right. So um, he's got to stop that. But then again, someone needs to teach him how to talk properly. So, so who do they wrestle? They, they, they wrestle the team. We weren't sure. This pissed if me off, be... Jeff. Who was it? It was... Uh, uh, let me get, just see. It was <clears throat> Tracy Williams <clears throat> uh, and Rick Titus. But for whatever reason, they weren't allowed to say the foundation because I think Jonathan Gresham trademarked that for himself, even though he barely uses it. Uh, but yeah, Tracy Williams and, and Rhett Titus were two of the four members of the foundation. We talked about their that. history on the last episode. We're not doing right. it again. I do remember what I said last week, even though I blew the whole Wheel of Utah thing last week. And it's obvious I wasn't paying very close attention. Uh, but anyway, so this match, you know, all, all these guys can wrestle. It was a good um, match. Possibly the match of the night, maybe. Uh, but not. it shouldn't have been this competitive either, and it shouldn't have gone as long as it did. Right. That that's that's for sure. But they have to, because I mean, what's more Ring of Honor other than Jay Lethal, who you know, than Rhett Titus and Tracy Williams? I mean, <laughs> you've got. You're right, though. You've got a fucking point. I'm being dead serious. I mean, there's such Ring of. I mean, they have no charisma. They have no <laughs> look. Rhett Titus ha- has. He, he he's he's built great but he but he's small and his he's small. face he, he look i mean he looks like a meth head from a, <laughs> his face he looks like a horse tracy williams <laughs> has no this, this is what happens to tracy williams in the latest incarnation of ring of honor he was actually walking his dog and a car hit him while he was yeah, walking his true. dog uh which you know he made a full recovery actually and actually i think it was good for him because i think this is the rehab that forced him to work out he still right. don't look like he works out a lot, but trust me, like a job him, he's, he's <laughs> much thicker than he was, which is to say much thicker than if you made a stick figure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> listen, all you need to know, folks, if you know me at all, you, th- this is all you need to know. I was happy Aussie Open won. Well, so was I, clearly. But and you know what's funny? Hey, I'll say this, though. Um, you know, it's funny because... Tracy Williams really impressed me, dude, with his in-ring work. I mean, but he's done too much, though. That's my problem. And even Reed Titus, as as much or Red Titus, as much as I hate this guy and I've always hated him for the last ten years, feels like he's been around for ten years at least, longer. even longer, right? He, these two were both. I mean, all four of these guys, for whatever reason, gelled pretty well in the ring. It was a lot of back and forth. Well, I mean, trained in the dojo style and in, in the same right. kind of like uh, fusion Japanese technical style. Oh yeah, but, Red oh, Titus has a good drop kick. Tracy Williams and Red Titus worked together for a long time, as as we mentioned. Uh, they could all wrestle, but the, the the problem is, is like when you say that you know wrestling is a sport that's finely home crafted, and and then you know Logan Paul comes in and he's better than eighty percent of the wrestlers that's in every facet of the game. And then you see someone like Tracy Williams, who clearly doesn't do what you would consider traditional exercise, <laughs> you know. Or you see like Evil Uno, you know. And it's just hard to call this a sport when the people who are doing things that take athletic skills, they're clearly not athletes. Well, right. And and when I say that, I lose it. I use that term lightly. Also, they've got no psychology. These guys at all, right? None, zero. None. So I'm not going by that. This is Ring of Honor. I can't judge it that way. Otherwise, you'd just be seeing me just say, "This is bullshit. This is bullshit. This is bullshit." And I don't want to be totally like that. So I want to call it by the way I saw it, without being judgmental about everything else. Because no one, hardly anyone in this company, whatever you want to call it has any sort of ring psychology other than about five guys tops 
Right. And I'm being this serious. Was, this was like if you watched the Kingdom versus the Lucha Brothers, it would be the oh, same match, just with yeah. less star power. Absolutely, absolutely. And hey, and like I said, Aussie Open, Mark Davis, that big hairy Yowie, not Yeti, for a big chubby dude, he, he does some wacky. Man, these these guys, the way they just toss people around and then turn shit into power bombs and and pole drivers they, they they have they they if you want listen if you want to see this match you can see the highlights there there are some there are some cool moves in it by ozzy open i will give him that credit but that guy his his like hips and knees are like inverted yeah, like, he's weird it's like it's like what's the opposite of pigeon toad he's sort of like knock me boat yeah he's sort of yeah he's sort of like bow bow legged and his i mean you so you can tell he's going to need hip replacement pretty soon especially with that build and 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 they wrestle a real physical style too so i think you're right man that's for sure i agree his his career will not be long unless he's i mean unless he's actually like you know i mean he's he's probably like most people like four percent neanderthal he's he's probably like 67 percent neanderthal (laughs) he's straight from the outback this guy i'll tell you (laughs) he's he's, he's stayed from he's straight from the uralic you know mountains on the asian side And the other guy's just a method. No, but but in all seriousness, they made the other guys look real small, man. I mean, they looked so much bigger in height wise and what right. Before AEW, Ring of Honor was the small man's promotion. It's true, it's true. Well, they made their debut, and yes, Aussie Open do win, and I'm probably touching on this way longer than I should be, but I'll move on from that match anyway, because it gets better, Jeff. Much better. Uh (laughs) it's Eddie Kingston. <laughs> Wait, it's Eddie Kingston defeating Bendejo. Bendejo. I love this name, dude. That was Bendejo. great. Dude. This popped me because at first when I saw it, like I was saying to you actually while we're watching it, you're asking me if I've ever heard of him before, and I'm like laughing because because <laughs> that's what that's what La Sicaria calls me when she wants to insult me. All right, all right. Oh, that. That, that that hey, look. A plus for fucking originality. It's dumb, mm. but it was fucking good because I had to look at it and I'm like, hang on a minute. Yeah, that was good. Ben Dejo. And this was a squat. <laughs> Eddie, Eddie Kingston beat him in about uh, 63 seconds, which, by the way, was fine. Though we did oh, get those, absolutely. He's a Ben Dejo. I <laughs> had to go did, that we, way. We did get those p- pitiful lightning chops that he does that, that couldn't. Oh, that, he did. He did do them. The shotgun chops that pop, yeah. pop, pop, pop. I mean, he those, those things don't even hurt a raisin, for God's sake. <laughs> They're so soft. They're like these. Right. Like, like if Lots you had, things. if you had like crisp Wheaties there, it, those chops wouldn't crack. <laughs> that wouldn't break. Yeah, that wouldn't Wheatie. crack. Oh, man. But it, look. Yeah, this was terrible. Terrible, but A plus for the comedic effect of Bendejo and, and just then... the fact of squash. And then, well, it happens later on, Jeff, actually. Wasn't no, it, it happens the main... immediately. Oh, yeah, you... you're right. For some reason, I thought it was the last part but it's not no it's we've not. got a main event we have a main right. event yeah oh that was spicy. two championship matches on this on this card well, three yes, i guess right. three if you well, got Noah joe well anyway eddie kingston once again calls out the champ and the champ wasn't interested and i'm talking about claudio costagnoli but anyway he declares that a man without honor will never be ring of honor champion and when kingston was denied the shot he shouted even louder and then uh, what makes it even better, Costinola just says, fuck off, basically. You're, you're right. nothing. He walks you're shit away. And just walks away. He sees Lexi there in the back. And uh, he basically said, uh, don't mention my name. Like, don't right. ever call me out. You're nothing. You're just not getting a shot. 
And then he kicks and goes to run after him. It's about 30 feet, but it takes him so the entire time of Lexi Nair's 10-second interview with, with Claudia, if you can call that. And Claudia walks maybe six, maybe six feet. And Eddie Kingston gets stopped Stops. by Lexi Nair, and he's like, "Where is he? Where did he go? Where did he go? Where the hell do you think he went?" And 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 she's like, and and she's trying to interview him, and he's like, "Where's Claudia?" And then he's he's basically doing the same shtick where he gets cut off from interviews in AEW. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. this case, he's cutting her off because he doesn't have time for the interview because he can't possibly see Claudio six feet away from him. Yeah, no, it, it irked me too, dude. I think we're both sort of saying that while we're watching it. Yeah. It's dumb. It's stupid. This whole fucking again. Booker of the Year, Jeff. I mean, it was literally. Remember when when Broken Matt Hardy had that fat guy that was Scribe, and he'd be there and go Scribe, and all of a sudden, oh, yes, that yes, guy yes, would yeah, walk yeah. In, in camera shot. It was like that. That that's how far away he was. And 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 on top of that, Kingston kind of almost was laughing when he was talking. To, it was so I'm not believable. Put it that way. This you just have to check it out. Eddie Kingston. Listen, just remember, folks. When when last we saw Eddie Kingston, um, he, he was. Battling with the BCC, but then he wasn't because he was battling with the House of Black, who made him battle with. Oh yeah, I forgot. right? And 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 and, but now all of that has never happened. It's like the Men in Black came and hit you with their memory <laughs> loss, and psh, yep, and and here he is in Ring of Honor. All all he wants is the Ring of Honor Championship, and yeah, well, he did win one match, so I guess he's shooting up there on the he, rankings. He beat a Bendejo. He better be he beat a Bandejo. Maybe next time he needs to go to I don't know, uh, Charlie Dejo and then Delta Dejo and Epsilon Dejo. I, well, I, I we we do have a Pedro Peligroso, a Bendejo. All we need we is a Cabron. Peligroso in in Ring oh, of yes. Honor, not even You're with right. the rest of LFI. I mean, <laughs> could we possibly get a a Chinga, Chinga sure. El Luchador? Sure. I mean, next we would get like El Chihuahua. <laughs> So, so are we up to the main event yet? Uh yes. Unfortunately, we are. Uh, well, before we do we go are. there, yes. Surprise! We're going. We're going an hour and twenty-five minutes on this. Well, to three. be fair, yeah. the first show was an hour, but we didn't really talk about anything else. But Ring of Honor was here. We spoke quite a bit about a few news tidbits. Yes, we did for the for the hopefully nobody who will ever watch this show or or listen to a show. And even if you do, have mercy. Tell Ben you hate this show. Well, we'll find that out shortly. But um, anyway, um, I wanted to say that at least Claudio Costagnoli took his spot seriously. Like, at least he was believable. And he should act like this because Kingston's a joke. So, yeah, but, he, but, I mean, let's face it. Claudio doesn't have a lot of range as a performer. Well, no, of course not. But this is the best promo ever. Sure. It, it, it lasted, I'm serious. It lasted four seconds. It was exactly right. Yeah, it was, it was probably his best promo ever. But basically, all he did is instead of trying to cut a promo, he went full Lance Storm and basically said nothing and walked away. So it was great. <laughs> full Lance Storm. Anyway, we move on to the main event, as you said, Jeff. And I don't know if this should have been the main event, but it was. But it was for your Ring of Honor Women's World Championship between Athena and Willow Nightingale. And Athena ends up winning via wait, wait, a flying stunner. You, you, and it was a nice fly, a flying stunner, you, mind you. You can't ignore Athena's latest science project. Oh, yes, her entrance. Can I just vomit quickly? Yeah, please. Is that possible? Because, first, yeah, first of all, this was Shindy at its best. And if anyone looked like a cheapo right here, man, it was her. And I don't want to say a cheap tramp, but she came across like... What the hell was this? Was it Y2J 
jacket done like at wish.com or did she buy that off wish listen remember when she had those wings that she made at home and she thought she was real proud of them and they looked really stupid this was stupider than that basically it's worse a a low-end like 80s like neon like light denim jacket kind of a sign on it i don't even remember what it said nobody cared she goes i couldn't even tell you what it said straight up i mean whatever y2j had 23 (laughs) years ago 24 years ago was was better than this Um, put it this way you know what it was actually you know when you go to a a fast food store but i'm not talking about mcdonald's or like burger king or none of those i'm talking about your local fast food places like you know what yeah, i'm you know, saying when just, you're in the city and there's like one of those 24-hour taco yeah, or yeah, yeah. places there and it's got the sign that says open with the with yeah. the colors all around it those exactly. LED things. that's exactly that's what, what it was, was. I th- it yeah, was pathetic that's right somewhere somewhere there's a halal place wondering where their sign is <laughs> <laughs> all the kebab joints here actually yeah. got the same sign, so i'm glad you said that yeah, of course someone some halal joints definitely yeah we know who your suspect is. We, we, <laughs> we cut it down. So yeah, this, so this was Willow Nightingale, who remember big star, and and she, yeah, she's she's got charisma. She's nice. She's improved as a wrestler. She, she's got a sparkle to her. People like her. She's been spending a lot of time in AEW doing stuff. So to reward her, they stick her on Ring of Honor, where she was in the re- reboot. Like <laughs> That's Trifador, true. She was, and That's she's going to have her featured spot by losing to Athena, who nobody gives two fucks about. No cricket. No one like, gave a fuck about it, dude. And like LFI, she's pretending like this is no problem. She's having no problem with the match, even though uh, uh, Willow took a tour and this match went way too long. At some point, uh, uh, Athena even walks out of the match doing one of those. Huh, it's not worth it. Who cares? Trying to yeah. walk away, and Willow has to go after she can't her again. Even pull and, that off, right? And, and you know, but she's still pretending like she's cocky. It's just, uh, it, it's, it was dumb. Look, no psychology. Typical video game <laughs> match except clumsy clumsy but i will say the finish with the what, what would she call her stunner again i don't know what she calls a stunner but it, but it's basically uh like a, a a flying cutter it's it's almost like a bulldog but it's a cutter well and it's a yeah cutter it sort of stunner it's a flying stunner that's what it's called i guess flying but, stunner. right but um but yeah. it's like the cody cutter but it was from the top rope and like she reverses She's it looked like, good. It looked you good. You know, it was good. She hit it really well. I don't know if she hit it well or Willow hit it well or they. It was Willow. That together. was all Willow, dude. One hundred percent. Whatever it was, it was. It was. Listen, Athena hits hard, or it looks like she hits hard. It's just when she doesn't, and when she misses, it just looks really sloppy. And like the match was booked poorly because it was it was too touch and go. I mean, you know, all the, the matches are like that essentially, yeah. other than one or two. Right, the psychology was all wrong. I mean, at some point, if you realize you're not going to beat some someone easily, you need to stop showboating. Um, I That's mean, what she's doing the whole fucking match, and she thinks she's being a heel. Right. 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 So <laughs> anyway, she won. She retains her Ring of Honor Women's Championship. We have no idea who else is in the division other than Trisha Dora and Billy Starks, and I cannot imagine that Trisha Dora is going to be her challenger on the Supercard of Honor. Um, well, who else are they going to get? does mercedes martinez still exist oh, will yeah. she will, will they maybe stick sheeta in there since she's obviously not happy with aw will she... serena d be resuscitated uh, <laughs> resuscitated Jesus. yeah i mean will she be dusted off from the back i i, I have no idea oh, I, you know i i don't know what they're going to do um serena d is the best worker they've got really in in a way in that company and they don't even utilize it 
Well, she's she's. I mean, she's the best tech female technical wrestler. And she might be the best technical wrestler they have that's not named Brian. Um, yeah, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, I would say I would say I mean I'm not a big fan of hers, but I would say that Sheeta probably is their best all around worker. But she just has she has no charisma, she has no act, and she can't speak much English. So it's hard to it's hard for her to get her personality through. She's not too. When it comes to the English department, she's actually probably one of the best japanese female wrestlers that can talk somewhat english mm. because everyone else really like let's, let's be honest it's like you know they can't talk it like they really they struggle man for whatever reason uh japanese people struggle to learn english properly i guess I mean, it, it is hard completely for them. different language from completely different uh, lettering systems to the, they're true. not even from the same but penta doesn't speak english and nobody but cares. phoenix does though that's what's weird he's yeah, he actually right. speaks great english yeah, but he's not over because of his English. He's over because no. he, he flips around like a maniac. Penta, and himself. <laughs> you know, Penta used to be over because he, he just acted like a badass. Now he clowns he himself cool like on Zero Medio every 30 seconds. Could it be because he's had three daughters recently, or two daughters, sorry? Because back in Lucha Underground, I didn't think he had kids yet, but since he's had kids, he's Whose become soft. He had? Oh, he's a, I have no idea that he had, I have no idea. Oh, don't you remember there was a match where he was bleeding, dude, so bad. His kids freaked out. This was yeah, last year sometime. The, 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 oh my god, the vampiro. Oh no, 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 not there. The kids weren't there that, but that was brutal. That was a bloodbath. But I'm not talking about this is in AEW. He was bleeding was and Cody. the kids Was it Cody? Yeah, when Penta was supposed to get his singles push, he was they were making him they were giving him a singles push. He was like he was like bringing out his new character and his first AEW singles match, he got John Cena by by Cody. <laughs> John Cena. Well, his kids freaked out. They were in the and crowd. I, I, they were crying. I remember, like I was, I was. Steve's like, "There's no way they're going to make him lose." I'm like, "I'm like, he, oh, nobody's going to be Cody. He's absolutely going to lose." And and he's and Steve's like, "God damn it, Tony Khan hates Latin people." <laughs> well, uh, what Latin guys like? Honestly, who who's like on top of the car that's Latin in AEW? I can't think from the top of my head. Well, Cody's sort of Latin. I mean, oh, okay. Sammy, all right. Sammy Guevara. Oh, yeah. So, but Danny he can't Garcia, even speak Spanish. Maybe. Uh, I mean, the Lucha Brothers off and on. Uh, Don't forget the Lucha Brothers. They haven't been... Honestly, the AEW has destroyed the Lucha Brothers. And they destroyed themselves, too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I mean, Kingston-ish. I... He's half Irish, though, man. Uh, Thunder Rose has been sort of, uh, you know, dispatched oh, yeah, with. I. She's I don't gone, know. Man. I don't. I don't. I don't know what to say. But it's. It's. You know. I don't. I'm know. just pointing. Pointing. I'm just pointing it out. You know what I mean. So anyway, Tony Khan definitely has a type, and and it's and it's either either Japanese or or Twinkle Toes Japanese style. Speaking like of favorite, Japanese, what, what? Come on, he's not that bad. I know you can't stand him, but anyway, it doesn't matter. But I noticed that uh, speaking of Japanese. Uh, Takeshita and uh, Shinsuke Nakamura have been hanging out together. Now, Good. I don't know what so, that means because Shinsuke hasn't been around for a long time, dude. I don't think it means anything. I just think it means it's two Japanese wrestlers who live in the same state, and it's probably nice for Takeshita to be with somebody who speaks his language that they can hang sure. out, they have a lot in common, and they um, have a good time together. So, I don't think it means a damn thing. I can see Shinsuke ending up in AEW, but why hasn't he been in, on WWE television lately? I know he was at Noah, but where's he know. been, dude? Who cares? Strange. I'm a Shinsuke fan, but anyway, well, I don't I understand what anyone sees in him. Don't get me started, please. The music's Thank good. Me. Oh, the music's fantastic. But if you saw him yeah, in New Japan, then, he, and was he comes great, out dude. dressed up as as figure skater Kane. 
that's WWE's fault. If you saw his New Japan work, he was fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I'm not and hard hitting. Well, anyway, speaking of work, I think we're done. Oh, thank God. Yes, we are done. So, in saying that, Jeff. Yala. <laughs> Yala. Tahala Hon, tell them where they can find you. They can't. None of you know. <laughs> you serious? You're done. Yeah, I'm you're not going to say. So you're no. not going to say nothing. Oh, well, mean, anyway. It, if they're watching this show, they've seen me other places. They already know where to find me. I already well, mentioned Art of Doom. That's all I care about. I'll do it for you. You can find him right here at the pwcnetwork.pomi.com where you can get not only my own shows, but Jeff's shows. Also, you can find Jeff's shows at hamidmediagroup.podbean.com where you can get all our affiliate shows. And you can even find Jeff right here on channelattitude.com. <laughs> He's everywhere. Where, where you can catch us talking Ring of Honor, AEW, and WWE. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> we're everywhere folks but if you want to follow me you can at DJ Mass Effects you can follow Jeff at Icarus Fell MD and also if you want to follow the PwC Network you can on Twitter at PwC Network and also hashtag at Hameen Media Group cancel the Ring of Honor show on Hameen Media Group that's the hashtag I want you to follow me with <laughs> don't say that because they will but you know what they, no they won't nobody follows me on Twitter oh god here we go you don't be surprised well anyway Jeff let's, let's just go home you know what I mean? Let's go to bed. It's yeah. done and dusted. Not, not together. Well, not no, not together. But anyway, I'm Jimmy T. <laughs> I'm Jimmy T. That's <laughs> Evil Dose Jeff Lippman. <laughs> and you've been listening and watching the Ring of Honor review show, whatever we decide to call it. And that's that. See you. The show doesn't need a name if it, if it never gets aired again. Stable, my friends. Stable. <laughs>